Welcome to The Buffer. My name is Erpin, and today is Friday, the 4th of December. Before we get into the show, a little housekeeping. A big fist tap and kudos to our loyal listeners. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I forget to mention this all the time. Our handle is TheBufferPod. Feel free to email us as well. We do have an email, TheBufferPod at gmail.com. And a big ups to those that have left reviews for us on iTunes. Feel free to rate and review us, right? iTunes is, I think, the only platform where you could actually leave a review. So we read all of those. We got some good feedback so far. Now, we've had some marathon sessions recently. So I'd like to reiterate to the listeners that we always put timestamps. We put chapters in the show notes. So if you guys want to skip ahead to any topics that tickle your fancy, then you can do that in your favorite podcast app. Now, as a side note, real quick, before I introduce my first co-host, Back in the days, this is a little urban story time here, the good old days when we used to club hard in these ATL streets, we used to frequent a joint in Midtown called Cosmo Lava. Oh, yeah. You guys remember that, yeah, I think. Great now, there was an older cat there, a balding, older <laughs> white man that we affectionately called the geriatric fuck, right. who had to be in his 50s at least, and he would sporadically show up stag, and he would just be blazing the dance floor right. with these Latin dance moves, Yeah, mainly salsa. The dude was my goddamn hero. Right. He you showed think up. Thing is still alive. I hope so, man. He's probably still there. He showed up alone, or some right. similar place, unafraid to be ridiculed, and he just did his damn thing. Right. Super respectful too. Right. That is true. These women would be lining up to dance with this guy. Yeah. Maybe out of sympathy. Maybe out of just it's I don't like know, a novelty. Excitement. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe out of novelty. Novelty. But I never saw a dude get handsy. Never. Right. Yeah. These girls were like, you know, half his age. Right? right. He was just there to dance, have a good time. Which leads me to my co-host, the editor-in-chief Ham, who, like the geriatric fuck, has been known from time to time to give two fucks and go into a solitary corner of the dance floor and shimmy in isolation, zoned out, locked in. And now you, my friend, Ham, have edged a year closer to taking over the geriatric fuck throne. Happy birthday, man. What's going on? That's right. So this birthday stuff, I forgot that... uh... You're supposed to renew your thing, so I'm, I'm late. License? I just, I just realized talking about you got to renew your tag. You're not supposed to snitch on yourself, I know, man. but like, I, I just forgot. Never do a crime with ham. <laughs> because uh, you would snitch in a the, second, the, dog. The, the car, so in Georgia, the first three years they spot you. You don't have to do emissions and whatever, you, right? Mm-hmm. So in my, this is the fourth year. My 2017 Honda. So I just forgot about it. And then I'm like, oh, I got to go to the stupid thing. So anyways, Atlanta, don't find me too much. Hold on. But but that's with new cars, right? Because Yeah, uh, you got three years. And then on the fourth year and yeah. forward, you have to like, yeah. What are you now? Like 47, 48? I'm 38. I'm not any closer <laughs> to getting Dang. a vaccine. By the way, if you're 37, it's the same thing. I ran at both ages. It's a racket. <laughs> 38 doesn't give you anything more than 37 does. No well, shit. Well, now... In this corner, also joining us in person, the yin to my yang, the Stephen A to my Skip Bayless, the man who spurned so much contempt from his high school contemporaries that they created a diss track to besmirch <laughs> his good name, Simon. What's fuck up, Simon. Fuck Simon. Fuck Simon. <laughs> fuck Simon. That Simon. takes me way <laughs> back, man. Come on. Yeah, that Joy. takes me. I, w- I wish we still had like uh like that CD or it was a CD, right? It was a CD. Yeah, yeah there were like there were like several no. copies of it. I wish yeah. that there was still a copy of it that was around somewhere. Like no, like nobody has it. it. Tell the truth. The reason why we don't have it is because it was hot in the streets, son. Yeah, <laughs> and I sold, all of them. sold, sold out. out. Son. Yeah, it just hasn't been on Earth to this point. It's like 
Well, you know what? Crazier things have happened in 2020. That thing could get unearthed, you know, in the next 30 days. Who knows, you know? And joining us remotely, the T-shirt mogul himself, the co-conspirator of the aforementioned diss track, and quite possibly the world's number one fan of the extinct Taco Bell Mexamelt. Binium. Ooh, what up, man? I like Mexamelts too. That's a that's a oof. That stings. Did for you to say something like that about the Mexamelt? Man, it was just like beef and cheese. What was in there? It, it, is that no longer on the menu? No, it's been off the menu. Well, it had it had it had cheese. It had Mexican four cheese. Had chives, uh, the Taco Bell meat. Some sh- a shell in between the two meats. I mean, it was, it was amazing. I can't describe. Wait, it was that was that one separate from the Mexican pizza, or was that actually the, the one pizza. that looked like the Mexican pizza? No, no. It, the, well, Urban, I think he was talking about the Mexican pizza. That's no longer on the menu anymore. The Mexamelt's still there. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, understand. yeah, that's what oh, I wow. thought too. Yeah, I like some Mexamelt. The Mexican pizza is gone. Man. Taco Bell is like a fucking house of mirrors. They have like three ingredients. They got like 25 yeah, different same shit. It's all the same shit. <laughs> and they're trying to alienate oh, us vegetarians man. by getting rid of shit like the Mexican pizza and the tostada. Come on, Taco oh, Bell. Man. Get your shit together, man. We're loyal. Don't I'm, lose us. So, I'm, I'm going back to the vegetarian route, Urban. That's, uh, wait, wait, but what about this article you sent you. us about vegans and their bone density right. and stuff? You're not afraid of that? Uh, I'm not going vegan. Oh, you're going vegetarian. Oh, okay. Okay. Ah. Smart guy. Wait, I thought you told me all the uh, uh, players that didn't get hurt, it was because they were vegan. He did. Now you're backtracking on that? Yes. No, no. no I'm That's not, exactly what he's doing. No, but he said veganism was the reason why certain players were not getting well, hurt. Well, you do the math. What other reason could there be? So why vegetarian and not vegan? It's just too hard to be a vegan. Yeah, because you can drink. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So you can drink I, I was milk, vegan for nine months. Cheese. I was vegan for nine months. And uh, it was great, actually. Like, if you ever, if for any for anyone that's listening, if you, like, start your cholesterol is getting high or your brain is not working or you can't poop. <laughs> whatever. You say uh, your brain's not what, working. Uh, what are the telltale signs of your brain not working? <laughs> Deciding to go vegetarian. So what was the best part about going vegan? Man, the energy level, like you have so much, like I didn't drink coffee anymore. Um, my body just felt, I could get up and just move. Like I had energy for days. You can't drink and coffee then, eating uh, on vegan stuff? No, you can. Yeah, yeah, coffee's, coffee's. He's just saying he didn't. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but it, it was just hard because I went to Cuba. And then when I went to Cuba, I was asking for a salad. They're like, ah, salad. They're like, <laughs> Like, like, in there. Like, they're like bitch you're in cuba so hard. Right. yeah it, it was so hard because that's when they first opened up i think it was like 2017 when they first opened up i mean now it's a little bit easier i went back last year i think it was and it was a lot easier okay but back then i had no choice so i had to eat like chicken and all that other nonsense that's the excuse i didn't have a chicken sandwich in cuba <laughs> wait that's why that's that's how you broke your veganism you yeah, went to cuba and you ate a chicken sandwich <laughs> that's such no, a no, cheap I, way I to lose it no, no, no. I, I think I had like fish or something. It was just like, dude, I couldn't like I'm, I had no energy. I was looking like Urban, like, a, you know, like Urban when he came back from Spain. <laughs> How beat up dog. I was vegetarian Dagger. back then. You know that, right? I wasn't a vegan. That's true. So <laughs> have you ever been vegan, though? I don't think you've ever been vegan. Have you? Vegan, vegan now. Like three or four oh, years. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. like 95 percent. Yeah. I was 100 yeah. percent vegan for probably the first year and a half. OK. But now occasionally I'll have a little dairy. But for the most oh, part, that, yeah, that's I'm right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. OK. So but like, are you still like vegan like right now? 
Okay. I mean, I'm mean, five percent of the time I'll have dairy, but mostly. Come on, man. There's no five percent when it comes ben, to no, veganism. No, 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 bro. no. It's bend but don't break veganism. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right, man. Prevent defense, baby. It's like the like the early 2000s Patriots that's defenses, right? Yeah. right? <laughs> we'll give them that. That's short yardage. We got Rodney Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we dive into this show, I do have. I mentioned a little bit, you know, a few minutes ago about customer feedback, how we appreciate it, we love it, we read it. We have a video. Well, not a video, a voice message. That's right. For one of our loyal listeners. Right. Ham's very familiar with this guy. They are co-founders, co-conspirators of the Cast Iron Brains podcast. But Bob, I'm not going to make you guys privy to his last name, left us a little feedback in relation to something that is near and dear to all of us. Right. right? And this was actually- you got to change his location too, right. like Bob from Iowa. That's right. Yeah. Let's say Iowa or some random Bob state. from Madagascar. So, so Binyam, uh, if you Milwaukee. recall, you, you had uh, a shithole of a town. <laughs> That's right. I'm surprised nobody's gone back to you on that. But Binyam, yeah. remember when you uh, were, were talking about the, the, the chicken sandwich at Popeye's and uh, you poo-pooed it and then you talked it up. You kind of went back and forth. But Bob has uh, some thoughts. Yeah, we got a feedback. So, All right, so let's listen to let's it. Let's listen to it. Hello, gentlemen of the buffer. Long-time listener, first-time caller. First, I'd like to weigh in on what appears to be your podcast's reason for being, the chicken sandwich discourse. I had my first Popeye's chicken sandwich last week, the spicy one, and it was delicious. But here's the problem. It was too good as a piece of fried chicken to be improved by the sandwich components around it. Popeye's makes a great piece of fried chicken, and the sauce was good, the bread was good, but the pieces did not add up to a better whole. I'd rather just eat the delicious chicken and dip it in the spicy mayo or whatever it was that they smeared on there. The problem is the breading. It's perfect for a nice thick piece of fried chicken out of a paper bag or basket or what have you, but it's too much when it's stuck in a giant roll. If you put a Chick-fil-A sandwich and a Popeye sandwich next to each other, I'll grab the Chick-fil-A every time because that's a perfect fast food sandwich. Lightly breaded, buttered bun, the pickle, perfect. But if it's just the chicken, I'll grab the Popeyes. Nobody ever wanted a bucket of Chick-fil-A patties for a reason. Stay in your lane, Popeyes. Still, it's pretty good. I would eat it again should the opportunity arise. But this is no world-changing development in quick-service food. Some combination of clever marketing and the otherwise general awfulness of our current 2020 reality combined to make the Popeye's chicken sandwich a much bigger thing than it deserved to be. As a brief aside, we got Popeye's chicken strips for the kids. And what the fuck are they doing over there? Shaving chicken breasts with a potato peeler? Those are the thinnest, stingiest, least substantial chicken strips I've ever seen. Garbage. So what do you guys think? Thoughts? I mean, that was uh, I, pretty in-depth. I, I will say I was surprised that uh, – I would imagine Bob to be a Chick-fil-A guy, like most people are Chick-fil-A people. Why would you imagine that? You know, he just seems like the type to eat complexion uh, What is that? What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> you know, Atlanta Braves fans. Say what you mean and mean what you say. For real, dog. Say with your chest. <laughs> Anyhow, he's almost kind of splitting hairs. So basically the chicken itself is great. So it's like – if this were a basketball team, it's one guy. It's like a like a early Cleveland Cavs <laughs> team where LeBron is a chicken, and, and then the Gibson scrubs is... are the all of the ingre- like the the, the, the buns mm. and all that stuff. So the spicy like, mayo, right? So he he sees talent, but he's like, if you give me a whole complete team, I'm gonna go with the Chick Fil A sandwich. So I can kind of see where. So he's do you at. okay? Let's 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 uh, narrow this down. Do you agree or disagree with I, your boy? I think all of these things are the same. Wait, what? All these chicken sandwiches, it's more or less the same, right? Okay, so you disagree with them because you right, think yeah, they're I don't think there's anything marginally to write. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's marginally different. better or worse, you know, but it's the same. 
What about I'm the- sorry. I, I think I think you get way more bang for your buck when it comes to Popeyes. Like I think it's, it's a yeah. I mean, I feel like it's it's a much bigger piece of chicken. Right. The the um the spiciness comes from like a sauce as opposed to you know whatever you want to dip your Chick Fil A sandwich in, okay. or you know even if you get the spicy chicken sandwich at Chick Fil A. I mean, I can't tell like a discernible difference between like a Chick Fil A sp- spicy sandwich and like. Whatever other fast food spicy sandwich that you want to put out there, I mean, like it looks better, right? But like, there is a discernible difference between the the spicy taste of like the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich and the Chick Fil A one. So you, you're on like, I'm, if I go to Chick Fil A, I'm getting a regular number oh, one really? chicken sandwich. Okay. I don't think their spicy chicken sandwich is better than their regular sandwich. I mean, I mean, Ben, what do you think? I, I like the spicy chicken sandwich but better because it has a little bit more of a kick in it. For Chick-fil-A? You know, Chick-fil-A? On the, on I feel like the original yeah, is way better at Chick-fil-A. No, I'm just saying if I'm going for spicy, I do like the original, but the spicy, it has that little bit more of a kick to it at the end. Whereas the spicy, the I didn't it the, the thing, the Popeye's chicken, it, the the batter or the the texture around, I guess it's the batter that you fry it right. in mm-hmm. was too much, so it made it too crispy. You want that butter, butter me, on it? For my test. Would that have made it better? If it comes right? down to spicy chicken sandwiches, <laughs> right. I think Popeye's is, 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 is head and shoulders right. and better than the I Chick-fil-A think, yeah, sandwich. I think the discussion was the spicy one, right? Yeah. So, that's what, what, yeah. so do, do you agree? I, with would, I would rather have the Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A if okay. it comes to spicy. Ooh. The Chick-fil-A original? No, no, spicy. We're talking about spicy, spicy, spicy. spicy. Okay. So, so do, you, yeah. do you agree with I mean, he's just a Chick-fil-A guy. Well, okay. That's fine. So what about the framing? Like, do you think, like, his above framing of uh, Chick-fil-A has a better team? Popeye has a better player? Like, Which one would you rather go to on a Sunday? Well, you can't go on a <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> My thing is, I, uh, I, just no go to, I go to the closest chicken sandwich place, which Man, is Hobbs Chicken. You're fucking different. Which is across so the your opinion right? doesn't yeah, count either. That's right, yeah. My opinion doesn't count either. That's right. I'm Actually, your, opi- your but, opinion probably counts more than mine. But you mine, know what? And I, eat I would rather go to where the primary factor of the sandwich tastes better. So to me, if everything else sucks, if the bread sucks, the pickles, everything sucks, but the chicken tastes better. But isn't that part of that sandwich? No, I, I want the. I, want I think the, that's the point that right. Bob was making. I want making. the main right. point of the dish to taste better, and I can live with substandard. Like for example, if I'm watching League Pass, NBA League Pass, I'd rather watch a team with a great superstar with scrubs than a average team with a D. You know, because to me, I don't consider any of them, you know, championship level. Right. So I'd rather watch the team with the primary star. So to me, if I enjoy chicken, which I don't, because I don't eat it. Yeah. I would go with whichever one the chicken tastes better. So chicken is the driving point. So so like they're basically the hawks. They got like Trey Young and then it just. But again, I haven't had any. Right now, chicken. So what do I? I think I think part of that though is like the announcer yelling Lillard for three or logo Lillard. You know Trey Young or whoever you whoever else you want to put in there. It's very exciting to hear them yelling like that. They're not yelling that for any average team with no superstar. So let's summarize this. Let's take a vote: Popeyes, Chick Fil A, Simon. Popeyes. Binium? Oh, Chick-fil-A, baby. And Ham, any you're indifferent, but do you want to take a vote anyway, one way or another? Wait. I I, I mean I I would go with uh, Chick-fil-A because I have the app. But have <laughs> you had the pop you've had the pop Yeah, yeah, right? I've had okay, the right, pop right, right. I'm gonna go Chick-fil-A just because their vegetarian salad Damn. is pretty decent. Outnumbered, <laughs> outman, <laughs> outgunned. Once again. And for every, for everybody That's but the birthday you, boy, Simon. the hamster, they actually That's give you a lot of sauces. You. So 
I can't yeah, complain. That's not always true, but yeah. I will say, uh, you know what? I think you guys have been swayed by the customer service at Chick Fil A, which I'm not gonna front. Which is not it's fucking pleasure. phenomenal. I don't like the my pleasure part. Oh I my do with that. Have you ever, have you guys ever seen like the like the Instagram or like YouTube videos where they're like, if Chick Fil A was in this market, and they show you how how that <laughs> no, how I, that type of business would look like? Send that. Oh I my would god, love to see that. it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Chick Fil A's uh, service is phenomenal. I'll give them that. A little like on the nose, and yeah. I think that's really what pushes people over the yeah. edge. Is like, it, you just it's a it's a nice experience. Yeah. Except yeah. for Sundays when there's no experience. Yeah. Jesus it's it's like when you go to your local bar and you know the bartender, you love the people that work there. It's like cheers, and they overcharge for the beer they charge you know nine dollars <laughs> for this local homegrown tropicalia but you love it when there's a place right down the street with shittier service and it's like five dollars yeah. but you lean and i'll be honest a better service. i didn't even get into chick-fil-a until i moved out of atlanta because we've we grew up with chick-fil-a and remember you remember when Sagar used to work at chick-fil-a yeah i made like five dollars kind of no we used to be yeah, we used to get chick-fil-a before high school bro yeah, well, no, that was that was right before that was like senior high, senior year. Well, anyways, let's right. uh, okay. let's transition uh, before we get into the more serious topics that we typically talk about, right? Sports slash other stuff. Uh, just a belated happy Turkey Day, Tofurkey Day, gobble gobble to everybody, and just a quick, yeah, <laughs> quick little side <laughs> note. That was the worst um, turkey. I always think every little this weird little tiny topics I introduce, they're gonna be short. Yeah. They always end up longer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We disagree a lot, but um. Thanksgiving, it was a weird Thanksgiving for everybody. Pandemic, See. people did, did everybody do uh, Thanksgiving stuff? See, I I did not. Okay, did anybody I else not. I did not. Yeah, Benny? Uh, just close family for me. So, it was fine. Uh, yeah. for the listeners out there, thank you for listening to us. Uh, happy Thanksgiving Day! But I wanted to touch on it a little bit quickly. We're going to talk about food because that's what everybody thinks about with Thanksgiving. Underrated, overrated right. dishes. Okay, so you guys can be controversial if you want. Okay, right. I'll start with Ham because he probably gives the least shit about any of this. True. Underrated, overrated dishes. Give me two. I, I mean, can I ask a question first? Is it is, is the mac this and cheese? Is it like a Thanksgiving thing? Is that a dish? Yes, you can okay. count that. Any anything so you can say curry, chicken, whatever. I don't mac care. Mac and cheese, underrated. Okay. Everything See. else, overrated. Wow. Oh, everything. The else, turkey. This the guy. This you never that. know what to expect from. <laughs> Just okay, Simon, what you got? We'll, we'll, we will discuss, but let's... I don't have that many of them. I would say one thing that I always wish that we would have at Thanksgiving, you know, and, and it only happens like once every like four years, is like candied yams. God, I love oh, yams. Yeah. So underrated. I lo- yeah, yeah, they're so underrated. I oh. love yams. They're like the, like the forgotten, delicious soul food. To me, every year, turkey is like the most overrated right. part oh, that was of Thanksgiving. Too. That right. was mine too. A lot of people say that right. every year. Have you had a fried that turkey before? Because people swear by a fried turkey. No, I think I, I don't. I've never had a fried turkey before. Um, but I've heard that people uh, talking about like a, a method of like removing the backbone out of the turkey before you bake it that makes it more juicy. Okay, I'm gonna look more into that. So you uh, think next it's too year. dry? You think turkey's too dry? That's the argument I hear. It's from too dry and it doesn't last either. You know what I mean? Like other Thanksgiving leftovers. You know, like it, the the first time that you eat the turkey, it's pretty good. You know, in the right. first like half an hour, or a few hours. But like that, it's not one of those things that you can pull out of the fridge on Saturday and be like. Oh right. yeah, that's yeah. the stuff. By that time, it's donezo. Okay, all right. You know? Vinium, what I'll you say, got? I'll... Underrated, overrated? Overrated, definitely turkey. Yeah. Oh, all I can't. Right. I can't wow. even stand yeah. the smell okay. of it. I'm not. I'm. Yeah. We're at the point where we don't even do turkey anymore. Wow. Is that even legal? Yeah. <laughs> I know. You yeah. do that? You're gonna get deported, yeah. dog. <laughs> so I would say that's um, overrated. Uh, what else is overrated? Um, I don't have overrated food, but underrated food stuffing. I love stuffing for yeah, some reason. Stuffing, stuffing is good. 
stuffing yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, and of course, collard greens. If it's oh, done yeah, right, yeah, yeah, underrated, yeah. underrated. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah. Especially if it's spicy. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's one more underrated that I'm going to throw in. Um, well done, well done gravy that can make everything taste better on the plate. Are we talking plate. uh brown gravy, biscuit gravy? What are we talking? Brown gravy, yeah, brown for gravy, the most yeah. part. But yeah. like, for there's the and the yeah, for any, anything that's like dried out on your plate or whatever, you just throw some Gravy's some good ass gravy sure. on it, and like, I mean, it's a game changer. That shit is gravy. <laughs> that is it's all gravy, baby. <laughs> my, my, my Shout out to BG. My couple yeah. of thoughts. Uh, mac and cheese is not underrated because everyone loves mac and cheese. I don't think that's underrated. I don't think people love it enough, though. Really? Also, can okay, I just say something? Right. Love mac and cheese. I just had it last oh, night. What's with the hostilities? What? I thought we were all saying oh, you're oh, attacking my I'm choice. Sorry. How dare I'm you? Sorry. Okay, well, okay, uh, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it's it's a, mac and cheese way. is great. Actually, uh, since I went vegan, I haven't had mac and I haven't had mac and cheese. In oh, that's right. Four or five years. That is Actually, a hard life, my friend. Last year for, cheese, for the uh, wifey, uh, since we didn't do Thanksgiving with family, I was like, you know, traditionally I will cook stuff. So I cooked mashed potatoes. I made those vegan. Mac and cheese, I made traditional, straight-up cheesy goodness. I made her a whole, like, casserole of it. I didn't eat any of it, right? She loved it. You know, it was cheesy and all that good stuff. But my underrated, cornbread. Southern, <laughs> oh, cornbread. Southern right. style. Right. It has to be southern-style sweet oh, cornbread, okay? Man. With a lot of sugar in it. It can't be like your, you know, salty cornbread. It has to be southern-style cornbread. Very underrated. Overrated. I don't know if I have an over it. I love it all, man. You, you, but uh, I, I guess eat, turkey because I, mean, I don't eat turkey. Yeah, you don't eat turkey. No, but I eat a tofurkey. What about tofurkey? No, 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 yeah. I love tofurkey. I'm dog. telling you, I, I know I, <laughs> that is not overrated. I love that, tofurkey. That shit dog. is so. That shit. Maybe it is overrated because you cannot find that shit anywhere. Is there any other holiday where the main event is the drag? It like because Thanksgiving, like everything else, is great except the, it's like uh, we were talking about earlier the Broncos that yeah. won the Super Bowl. It's like Peyton Manning is the turkey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the other, the everything no, else right. is the t- like he like turkey is is not very good. No, it's honestly it's, really it's honestly good. like Christmas like and like hating Santa right, and like the reindeer right, because right. like I I see like my little nieces and my nephew bring home like hand turkeys. Which is like the whole like visual idea of Thanksgiving is like, oh, it's a turkey, yeah, yeah. Right. it's Thanksgiving gobble, Day, gobble, gobble. and it's the worst part of Thanksgiving, right. lunch or dinner, depending right. on which one you have. Right. Like, true. I don't know. It's kind of sad. Yeah, well, I will agree with all you guys as a uh, nonpartisan, whatever you call it, uh, herbivore, vegan. I hear so many people tell me, yeah, man, I'm not really a big fan of turkey, but around Thanksgiving, I'll eat it. Like, reluctantly, right. like, like it's tradition. So, yeah. It's I, like a... a I would liken it to uh, champagne for New Year's. I don't like champagne. Yeah. But, you know, it's like a toast. It's traditional. Kind of thing. You have it. Or, like, but at your wedding, right? Everybody has well. champagne. Yeah. Whatever. Champagne can be good outside of that if you're having, like, mimosas at I brunch mean, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. If you're like, Benny, you know, I'm graduating med school, hey, farm Christelle, school, you know what I'm baby. saying? Yeah. <laughs> that boy got that crystal. So let's, hey. let, let's get into the topics that we typically talk about. And yet Same. again, I mean, how far are we into this pandemic? Like nine months? Years? COVID-19. Yeah. It must have been like it's, 12 years. It's COVID-19 <laughs> and how it's impacting sports, specifically the NFL and college and, football. Yeah. Ham, I'll let you take the so, lead on this. The NFL kind of ran – I mean, I think, Simon, you were the one that was saying, like, this is like starting in week eight and on is when they were going to run into their problems, and the problems are here. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's odd is that the NFL is taking different approaches with different teams, which they, Goodell tried to explain that away. But, like, with the Ravens, you had a meathead coach who was nonchalant about following protocol. He contaminates everybody, 
and they go out of their way. It was originally scheduled to be a Thursday night, Thanksgiving night game. They bump it to a Sunday afternoon game. Then they bump it to a Tuesday game, and then finally they settled on the Wednesday. It was like a Wednesday random, afternoon, Wednesday, which is like the last day of the week because like Thursday is like the beginning of the following week, right? Which they did win at least, right? But yeah. but but yeah, they went out of their way mm-hmm. to accommodate the Raven Steelers game, right? The Broncos, yeah, they said, "Fuck, you can get somebody off the street. You guys are playing on Sunday. Go right? fuck yourselves." So in their situation, the uh, quarterback room. They were lax with the protocol. Mm-hmm. One person got it, and then they had to quarantine everybody else. Yep. And there wasn't enough time for them to be cleared. And they didn't move that game. They're like, fuck it. Figure it out. So they had to like get somebody. Yeah, guy, a receiver who right, who's a receiver barely who played, played like in 2018 I don't even college. think he's already played in yeah. the NFL at any position. Like, And it showed, by the way. Like, he played like shit, but it's not his fault. I mean, they put him in an impossible situation. They completed situation. one. Oh, absolutely. Right. They, the Denver Broncos completed one, one pass. pass. Right. It, it's That's been, impressive, though. If you I think don't, about I don't it, remember, never but football before. it's been forever. Wide receiver, I mean, right? A team to complete yeah, one was, pass. But uh, imagine he was a QB in like college and high but school. But the thing is, like, imagine being. I mean, because the the NFL, there's it's so fast. So if you're just like, hey, good luck, and you show up, everybody's moving a million miles yeah. a minute, and you're just trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so it, it makes sense, but and you haven't had any reps, right? And you haven't whatsoever. Had any reps like, yet, right? If there was any time to like empty out like your like your like your uh like your toolbox or yeah. like you know your trick plays yeah. or anything that'll like be, that's yeah. that right. would that right. would be the time. Right. Well, tell them about your Madden theory. And there's an alternative where everybody could stay safe. So, uh, because, <laughs> so they need to come up. They need to come up with some sort of solution because now we're into the December, January. We're about to head into the yeah, playoffs. time. There's no wiggle room, right? You can't move the games too much now, right? And Roger Goodell, who's the best job ever, he doesn't do anything. Second best commissioner of football he besides Ham, yes. fantasy football <laughs> commissioner. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't even start. I was doing that for free, by the way. Um, so he goes on the Wednesday halftime show. He's speaking with Mike Tirico. So Goodell said, you know, he was asked, are you going to do some sort of bubble or some sort of different format for the playoffs so it's not going to be disruptive? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. Well, so right now we're just going to go as it is. This is going to happen again, right? Especially over the next six weeks to eight weeks, which is basically the end of their regular season and into the uh, playoffs. So my thinking is that you should have a backup plan for regular season games, right? If all else fails, why not have a Madden football play? You know, like everybody's working from home, right? So just have the Steelers' best Madden player. And just to avoid any sort of, <laughs> just to avoid any sort of shenanigans, where like in the uh, you know midweek they'll pick up some like scrawny kid from like MIT. That's right. The player, the only eligible players are the ones that were there from the get go, from week one, right? Yeah. So it has to be. So the best Madden player with the Steelers, the best Madden player uh, with the Ravens, and they play, that should be the tiebreaker. It well, thank God the Patriots. Are not going to make the playoffs probably because right. I'm sure Belichick would have been eight years ahead of this and right. he would have already had he would have picked up somebody on the practice squad <laughs> that was like Silicon Valley engineer for ten years. Right, so, but but God. I don't think I think people give Bill Belichick too much credit. The guy who got the guy with the eight Super Bowl rings too much credit. I want to talk about yeah, that? He got two eight, rings. I ain't going to question eight that. Eight Super Bowl rings. Okay, well this kind of this kind of leads us a little bit to um we can talk a little bit. We already talked about the Ravens Steelers. Right. Georgia Vanderbilt, right? Hometown team. That's been What's happening there? Right. So basically, so Vanderbilt's got, uh, they've been coming up with their own ways to try to uh, play. They don't have, I guess they don't have a man soccer team and they need a kicker. Yep. And so they 
last week oh. they asked a woman to kick for them. They made headlines. And she was going to do it again this Did she weekend. just do kickoffs, field goals? What was her role? She did kick because uh, she had like a not particularly impressive kick. Okay. Right? Yeah. But they made a big, oh, look at her. Was it, was it a squib kick? I never yeah. got to see it. Was it, it a squib kick or it wasn't like kick. a... It was just like, was it like a... I don't know what it was because like a squib doesn't have to like kind of roll. Yeah. So why is the so game... It was like a pooch. Yeah. It was like, why is like the game pooch? canceled this week? Uh, there, there were too many. I guess there were too many on Vanderbilt side, Georgia side. I think it was uh, Vanderbilt because I, I haven't heard anything on the Georgia side. I could be wrong, but like they couldn't make it work. And, and it was and, probably Mike Vrabel's uh, house party. <laughs> and also, is Kirby gonna is Kirby gonna call out the Vanderbilt coach like Adabo did to that, Florida that's State? Right, yeah, but what's scared? What's interesting is that oh, the Ohio State they were gonna not be able to play in the Big Ten title game because they didn't have enough games to to beat the other team. So but, like. Michigan was in a position to just say we got too many COVID. Like you know, they're oh, this is the street thing, right? So like, just oh, we can't play. And Michigan's having a terrible season, but they could deny their rival the opportunity to play in the Big Ten. I'm sure they'll. Well, find why a why way. would it, if they forfeit? Won't because, that count as a victory to Ohio State? No, I mean it'll, it'll be canceled. It won't be a forfeit. Oh, okay. Right? I mean, that, I mean that's. I mean, it's not like Georgia's getting the win. You know, like if the game can't be played, they're not doing the forfeit, which ah. they should. But they're just. But honestly, games. has Ohio State played enough games to be considered no. for a national championship? No. I mean, I think that has to be discussed, right? right? Like I, they're, they what are they going to play? Like six games, but okay, seven so, games. So you have Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame. So three teams are going to make it. Yeah. And then you have a, a open slot for the fourth, and so like Ohio State will find a way in. They can oh, play like they four of games. course yeah. they will. Yeah, they're right, blue bloods. Right. right. Yeah. They'll find a way in. So we're going to want to. We're going to move on to. The, is, okay, go ahead, Benny. No, I was just saying the bigger issue is. Um, these teams don't have a plan. These leagues don't have a plan for COVID. Right. And we're going into the next, I would say, six to 12 weeks are going to be a nightmare. Right. And we're still in the same position of let these kids do what they want. Oh. I think uh, it was like the fifth podcast where I said, you're going to start seeing some cancellations. You're going to start seeing some bowl cancellations. You're right. going to start seeing playoff cancellations. You're going to start seeing where they really make money that's where you're going to start seeing those cancellations. So if they did what they needed to do ahead of time, with such as the NBA where they created a bubble or they created some kind of system where the players don't just randomly right. expose themselves and come back to the uh, to the locker room and expose everybody else, this thing is not going to last. I mean, I think you're going to start seeing the breakdown of a lot of these schedules and a lot We're of these games. We're already seeing that, but yeah, you're right. I think, it'll I think in the NFL, you know, playoff time is the time to make money but this is this is nothing new i said back in like week two or yeah. week three yeah. like wait until week eight you're gonna see all yeah. kinds of shit right. breaking down and this is they the, the nfl delivered because they refused to put floating by weeks in right they refused to put any kind of mechanisms to make the, the to make the league more flexible like this whole pittsburgh steelers thing is because this this is the second time this happens to the steelers yeah yeah this yes like yeah. it happens, it happened with, with the Titans. Titans. Yeah, right. and, and I and I literally said on this podcast, I was like, "What's going to happen the next time that, that that a team that has to play the Steelers goes through this?" And right. and now you have the answer. The game went from Thursday right. to Sunday right. to Tuesday to Wednesday. Wednesday, and they have to then push the Sunday game to a Monday Tuesday for next. Yeah. Week. So oh, again, I asked. No, the 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 Ravens game has already been pushed no, to next one, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But then, now yeah, the question yeah. is, what if this happens to the Steelers again? Right. Then what are you gonna right, do? Right. And you all, know, and and the thing is, it's a nightmare. And I don't, I don't understand why Roger Goodell just doesn't, you know, come up with some kind of plan because 
Trump is out now, so you don't have to prove your loyalty anymore. Oh, agreed. Like, Do you think he would agreed. agreed? Because I think it was just greedy. Well, they didn't need to play 16 games. They could have played 12 games this year and gotten away with it. Right. It's all greed. It's it's, it's a it's I mean, a multi 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 tens of billion billions of dollars company choosing money over money. over the safety and 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 the the integrity of the league. Right. That's it. And I understand. I, I get that, and that's definitely what it's about. But the NBA did a good job of creating a system, which think, in yeah. their case was the bubble. Right. And still made their money. Right. Whereas the NFL is like, we're going to make our money and we're not going to care about protecting anyone. Right. And if it comes down to it, we'll just cancel the game or but we'll move you, it around. You know, now, as far as betting goes, it would be a good – I'm thinking of betting on the Ravens because, like, their quarterback has already had it, right? So there can't <laughs> okay. possibly be any – like, if you're trying to ride the Mahomes train and, like, mid-January – can't you get him There's some times? sort of reason – what's that? I've heard no, the, not in this short window, though. Oh, okay. He's not going to get it again in, like, a month, right? Maybe Why wouldn't he? He probably because thinks like you, like, I'm have, immune, so no, I'm going to go I, again. Apparently, other than rare occasions, it seems like— They say it takes a few months to get, a while to get infected for a, again. So at least for the short window, the Ravens, they got it out of their system. Well, maybe Ed Orgeron had it right. At was, the beginning of the college football season, the LSU head coach was like, I'm sure most of us have already right, have had it. Right. Although they've been terrible this they've season. They've been terrible, yeah. But the idea was that go ahead and everybody get it. Right. But at, the problem— At an appropriate but, but, time so but, you don't get it again when it's true, crunch time. With the, on the NFL front, since they're not going to do anything, yeah. any week you can have the, a good team that's r- going to be vying for the title. If Aaron Rodgers gets it or Mahomes yeah. gets it, that's, mm-hmm. that's it. You know, They're not going to win. So like maybe the especially the oh playoffs. but you know they'll work around it to oh, make sure that Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers get to play right. and that's what you know you know that's gonna happen it's just it's just sad because it seems like just like politics you know everything is rigged to favor oh for the, sure the, for yeah, sure you know I mean? that, but just, that's the NFL that's the way that the that, NFL you know, works I think if 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 the NFL is gonna take this approach they should tell quietly obviously this is what I would do I would tell them quietly look. The decision as to who gets the vaccine is up to each governor in each state. So, buddy, buddy, the Wisconsin governor, give me a shot for my boy. All Aaron the Packers Rogers. get right. it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, oh, no. I sure. don't need a lot. Just give me like the prime. Why don't they just take a player. wait? Hold on. Why don't let's just take a public vote on the next election? Like, I'm sure a majority of people in Wisconsin will say yes. Aaron Rodgers so should question, get the vaccine so number before one anybody. before the governor. Yes. So the, <laughs> the, 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 the question will be like, hey, gra- if the people what? vote for it, why not? So you think the question of grandpa or Aaron Rodgers? Like, man, grandpa had oh. a good life, man. You got Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> man. Let me, let me tell yeah. you, breaking news. Breaking news. I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal it here. Yeah. Oh, on, Candace on, on Owens spoke to you directly. This is, this is this is nah. Oh god. But so apparently, um, the rich have a system in play where. Uh, they're, they actually have access to the COVID-19 plasma. Oh. So the people that, the, the, the wealthy apparently are, get, they have some kind of direct access where they're getting injected with the plasma. So they automatically bypass all the side effects and get the so plasma. Get, get what, uh, what Trump got. He got like the... Yeah, he got the plasma. So apparently in, in the rich world, which, you know, we're not a part of, um, I mean, you know what I'm you, saying. You, I, I can't reveal how much. You have you know. some source in the rich world, obviously. That's how obviously. we're getting this information. Yeah, you got a lot of degrees behind right. you, That's so right. come on, man. No, I, I, I overheard them talking. <laughs> in the shitter? <laughs> <laughs> parties. No, but apparently in the rich world, that's what's kind of going on. Because I, I was curious. I've heard of a few people that were, like, just having, like, all these massive, especially out in, like, uh, these really well-to-do areas. I'm like, how are they getting together when they they have like a doctor on call or something, it's like, oh no no no! In in, in that world, oh, you God. know, everybody has, and they get tested at the door because they have the little 
machine well, the, well, the from rich uh, always have advantageous right. situations so, right? so what, like, what i'm trying to get at is <laughs> robert Kraft. whether whether it's going to be a vaccine or uh the plasma right so they'll be, be all right all right but the, right. the rest of the people are not going to be all but right hey man we're going to be able to hit the club again by summer summer definitely okay well that's not bad i can right. wait it out another four because five the months. thing is like the numbers are going to be very bad for the next six to ten twelve weeks because all of you know right now people are yeah, exposed, record but like most old people record most, amount of mo- cases most of the three thousand two thousand they're very old people and yeah. they're like on the first they're gonna be among the first to get it yeah so then you'll see the numbers start to drop the death numbers like they'll still the virus will still be circulating because but players will still be getting it right unless they have a connect with their governor i bet you if, if the falcons were in playoff right you know, on, like, you know Kemp would be like yeah man who needs it anybody here. can get Dude, it this is this is it's, it's a corrupt system right. the nfl uh the governments all these hierarchy systems are corrupt the people that they deem as putting some eco- economic stimulus into the system they're going to have some form of protection whether it's in the form of a plasma or or a vaccine because the first line right now apparently what they're saying is healthcare workers right. and people that live Long-term, in long-term yeah. care, oh, yeah. care right. facilities that, that's who's going to get it right. first right? right well let's, but let's... you don't think you don't think these uh but Binyam, these people like yeah those are so the thing just to be clear those guidelines are recommendations the way our government works the okay. governors well, go. have there it is right final there. There say you go. right so they're recommending they're yeah they're, <laughs> they're recommending what they're going to do can uh be, before we're done with this just real quick mm-hmm. do does anyone think there'll be any disruption to the playoffs in the NFL absolutely Major. not Okay, I do. I mean, disruption as in there'll be. Like, I think there'll be postponements. I don't think they'll right, get rid I mean, of a like, game. Like, like, I think, I think will they're all gonna, games be played. Oh yeah. Or well, not? no. If if, if you're talking so. about disruptions, I don't think that they'll go the entire. I mean, playoffs is you're talking about like almost the five weeks. The wild card, divisional round. Yeah. Conference. So I think, I think there will be a game. Or you'll two see that game, will like game times and game days being changed, we're, but we're I don't think you're gonna see games get canceled or playoffs get canceled. Just to make it clear, we're getting ready to be in the worst. I mean, uh, right. part right. of this. Right. We're in it now, this, but yeah. COVID. yeah. No, no, I think it, it, it's... It's, it's going to get worse than this? A lot worse than this. Ooh. Okay, quick. So, let, let's do a quick little detour, right? On a lighter note, right. still related a little bit to the pandemic, but uh, fantasy football. I didn't join this year. There was a lot of stuff going on, and it was just too much uncertainty, so I decided to sit out this year. Right. But a couple of us have decided to join, and I don't want to talk about the intricacies of fantasy football. Right. I think listeners, they might get bored of that. What I wanted to talk more about was if you guys had any specific stories or situations where like this pandemic has really thrown a curveball at you as a player, you were going to start, didn't start or the game got moved. You forgot because it got moved to a Tuesday, something like right. that. How so has, Simon, how so has the pandemic affected fantasy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I got out of all the leagues except one because like it's it has my name on it. The Bob and Abe mm-hmm. fantasy league. So oh, I'm, in God. So I'm in that league. But like. I was trying, you know, when the Denver, one of the options f- when the Denver quarterback thing fell apart was that they were going to start a running back. So I picked up like the likely candidate for the running back as a flex spot, mm-hmm. but it didn't work. Like that was, I was like trying what to, because <laughs> I like, if I get him into the flex spot, I can get quarterback, quarterback points. points for a fucking flex player. <laughs> this I guy know. is so dirty. <laughs> this is the guy who was the fucking, the, the fucking uh, commissioner of our league. You remember? It? Yeah, so, he went. So he went. This sleep, is the guy. He went to sleep as the silver medal champion. I recall that. Second yeah. place. Then he woke up as the gold medal. Ten point swing. All of a sudden. Because two weeks ago, yeah, it's not my two, fault. two podcasts ago. I think it was episode eleven. Ham was talking about the dead vote. 
Like if I was a jerk, <laughs> I would go right. in and just investigate people that right. were dead. That'd be the plan. And then like, let me tell you that following Monday, I was watching uh, news and then they were saying, oh, so Trump's team has decided to go in and look at all these dead people. I was like, yeah. damn. <laughs> they're probably one I'm of the 38 listeners. Yeah. Podcast, <laughs> hey, hey, Trump, the, the Trump team is listening to our podcast. Right. Pam was way ahead of the Trump <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and, uh, ahead of the Trump administration, way ahead of them. Covert campaign manager. Yeah. So Simon, give me a, like one or two quick stories about how the pandemic has affected your fantasy football season. So you never so it depends on what type of league that you're in, right? I have I'm playing in two leagues right now. One league um the commissioner if there's any game that's postponed to the end of the week, he'll be like, "Let me know what replacement player that you want to put in." Okay. And if that player doesn't play, you're good, you, you know, you just give me your alternate player well, and I'll put, and I'll, yeah, he'll manually put your alternate player into the lineup for that guy whose game got postponed and didn't play, right? Okay, that's but pretty I'm also, benevolent. It, it's very benevolent. Yeah. Can but I, I'm uh, also interject? Yeah. That would never fly in my league. This is a Of course not, fucking Chairman Mao. <laughs> this is fucking Fidel Castro. First of all, we're all at the mercy of whatever happens. Whatever happens, happens. Who okay, Abe Stalin. <laughs> Fucking Iron Fist. This guy this guy is the worst, bro. The absolute worst commissioner that I've ever had in my life. But so that's one league, right? Mm -hmm. The other league I'm in, it's like tough titty. Like you oh, do what you okay. gotta do. Mm -hmm. If you wanna take the chance oh, of putting would be sucking all over those titties. Oh for <laughs> trust me. Handle that. That yeah. is a sound uh, commissioner <laughs> right there. <laughs> And that league, you basically have to make the decision on Sunday, are you going to let the rest of your players, you know, burn out mm -hmm. and use somebody who may not play? And there's times when your your game is on the line, right? Like yeah. you need like eight points right. on Monday night or Tuesday night mm -hmm. to be able to, to win the game. And it forces you to take out guys that probably will play and put in like lesser players in order to get some kind of points for that yeah. person, because you don't you don't want to take the chance of putting in someone there and he and they don't even get to play the game, and you literally get right. zero points for that, yeah. you know. So the pandemic has definitely changed um, the dynamics of fantasy football for me, and and I and I assume for most people because not everybody's as benevolent as that one are both, commissioner are is. Both, you know, uh, pay leagues or just some of them are. They're both pay leagues, okay. and they're both they're they're you know they're they're the same price. Okay, it's I, just I'm, different philosophies. Okay. I'm glad I didn't play this year for a couple of reasons. Is typically in the past I would wait until Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday morning to sub in my players, but the last year or two, especially having a child and everything. I kind of waited. I just Thursday, Friday, and I would look quickly on Sunday morning if the players were subbed in or not. And I could see myself this year, Wednesday, Thursday, being like, you know what? I'm just going to start my guys. And then Sunday, I turn on the TV, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? 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 This guy's not playing? Or, wait, it's been postponed? And Wait a minute. It's been postponed to Wednesday. Like, should I start Lamar still? Or in this case, Lamar didn't play, but Big Ben. Or should I start a guy on Sunday? Because how would that affect being delayed? It's but just also, too much but also, thinking. Yeah. Adding to that, you know, like in typical times, you can see someone questionable or doubtful. Like you can kind of see the trend. Like they practice Wednesday. Yeah, this is like all but of But this sudden, is yeah. nothing. Like there's no flag next to that guy's yeah. name. And then Friday they get they pop for the virus or no. somebody else. You know, so you can't even forecast. Like I'm going to keep an eye on this running back fantasy, spot. Fantasy football is stressful enough for people who really care about it. Imagine having to wait till Wednesday. To know if, yeah. you, like, imagine if you had right. some important Steelers or Ravens on your team, and you had to wait until Wednesday to find out, and then you have to tune your lineup up for the Thursday game, right? Like that night, right? So it's like, 
It throws the whole shit yeah, off. Like, like, for example, this week, that game was played on Wednesday, right? Usually waivers run in most leagues, um, whether it's ESPN or NFL or Yahoo. Um, waivers go through Wednesday morning right, at like yep. 3 a.m. in the morning, right? Because that game was not played until 3.40 in the afternoon on Wednesday. Waivers didn't go through until this morning, Friday morning. Also, oh, they moved it. They moved it back. Yeah, okay. they moved it back. Wow. They canceled the whatever the Thursday game yeah, was supposed no to be. Yet. There's yeah. no Thursday yeah. game. Okay, there's not. Okay. And then the waivers are on Friday, but it's like it's not enough time to, yeah. to, to form yeah. your team the way yeah. they – in a competitive league, in a money league, it's not enough time to you know put your team together the way you want to for that upcoming week. So, I mean, COVID has not only thrown off the NFL, but it's thrown off – uh, league long fantasy league and also DFS, which is like a major thing right yeah. now. There are like millions and millions of dollars that are at stake mm-hmm. every week for well, DFS. You know, what is the what? daily fantasy, daily sport. fantasy, oh, okay. daily Draft fantasy Kings. sports. That's okay, so gotcha. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah, there's a well, lot of money on the line, and there's there's not enough information for people to be able to do it adequately. Right. Well, let's so. seg- let's segue. Since Benny, you have a final point on this. Yeah, just to say, I don't mind it too much because I was a champion last year. So this is like two years. <laughs> but, wait, Benny, you won something. You won I was a champion. I was, I was a champ last year. So this makes me, you know, this year doesn't count. So I'm two years, I see. you know, uh, reigning. So it works out. Oh, well you think it carries so. over? Okay, I, I, Nick Foles. I mean, yeah. you are, I mean, technically you are the reigning no, champ. Yeah. That is true. Exactly. Yeah, I'm the reigning champ. Exactly. <laughs> well, we, we talked about the Steelers, COVID, Ravens, all that. So let's segue into a slightly more serious topic. Steelers are 11 and 0. I think 12 and 0, right? 11. 11. So after the Ravens when they were 11 and 0. So what are the chances they get to a perfect season? 16 and 0, right? So they main games of of note of importance that are left on the schedule. The Bills week 14 right. a good team. Colts, right. Good team, one of the best defenses in the league. And the Browns who are sneakily what 8 and 3, something like that. Yeah, like I mean, they're like yeah. sneakily good. Better than they normally are. But yeah, those are... I'll go to you, Ham. Right. The chance of the Steelers going undefeated. I, I would like to say no, because like even percentage. though... Give it a percentage. I mean, at this... I would say like 60, no, 40 yet. Like, I, I don't think it's... Oh, that's like, pretty high. They got a 40% chance of, right, of because, going undefeated. Right, because the Bills, Colts, and Browns are beatable, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. the other two, I think... So just around the, the remaining five, mm-hmm. the Washington football team, mm-hmm. the Bills, uh, the Bengals... Without uh, Burrow, Burrow, yeah, uh, the Colts, and then the Browns. So all winnable games. But then you're thinking, like, are the Steelers gonna do anything for? I mean, well, four th- out of those five teams are in playoff contention, though, right? Yeah, the Washington Bills, football Colts, team yeah. is but in a playoff contention. So that's yeah, that <laughs> team's got something to play for. The NFC East, yeah, that NFC is true. least. Yeah. You can count a four and seventeen <laughs> well, yeah. being playoff bound. So, so they, I mean, they're the Steelers are a good team, but they're not. Like uh, undefeated, like you know, you think of yeah. like the the, the Patriots, you know, like when they're just chucking it to Randy Moss or yeah. whatever. So they're not that good, but like they're undefeated so far. And they did have to go through two screw jobs with the Titans uh, getting the virus and then the Ravens. Like they had like a, a long break. They were going to play Thursday night and they were going to have like ten days off until the following Sunday. But now they played on Wednesday, and now I think they got to play again on Monday or some yeah. goofy schedule. So yeah. they've been kind of screwed around. But so far, so good. I would say, yeah, 60-40. I think it's not out of the realm. No, 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 but it's 40-60, right? Yeah, 40-60. 40, 40, 40, 40, 40 percent chance of going, going all the way 60. What do you think, Simon? I would, honestly, I'm not. I'm going to keep it short. Because Steelers are your team, right? Like, 
No, they're they're not my team. I don't like them at all. No, but not I've like been them, saying but since I, the beginning of the year right, that yeah. they're that they're a very That's yeah the I mean. best right. the best all around team and a very dangerous team. Yeah, because team. like early on the power rankings didn't have them. That they were outside of the top five and they kind of crept up. Yeah, right. I think Simon, you were saying. Keep an eye yeah, on I was like, keep an eye on the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. Like, they look really dangerous. But, anyways, that's that's uh, neither here nor there. Um, I would have said before Bud Dupree's injury, I would have said probably sixty forty or or even 60, closer to okay. seventy thirty. Okay. Them being undefeated. Um, but now after Bud Dupree's injury, which I I I, I think I was telling you guys earlier, I think of him as like a top top ten, I, top five pass rusher in the NFL. He's dangerous. Can I say something? Until the Wednesday game, I just in the background while I was working. I never heard of this guy. What? I, I never either, heard of this guy. Oh, my God. Like they, were, they were showing a graphic about the best sack duos. I'm like, who the fuck is Bud Dupree? What? Like, how long has he been You in just league? heard about I Bud Dupree, like, days ago? Today is Friday when we're recording. Two days ago, I the first time I've ever heard of this guy's name. I've never heard of this guy. Oh, dude, he's so fucking he filthy. He's been around for, like, I think three years. Okay, wow. I think the first time I heard of him as, as a rookie, and I think he – I don't, I can't remember what quarterback he was playing, but people were calling him dirty because oh, I he, mean, he, like a, he wrecked the fuck out of somebody. I can't even remember who it was. Like I mean, private, did he, Was it like a dirty play? Or? It was like the guy – you know, he was the guy was jumping forward to yeah. throw the ball and came right into, into Bud's, like, helmet and, like, forearm. Okay. And, like, the way that he landed was very violent. Okay. But that's the first that I heard of Bud Dupree, right. and that was, like, his rookie year, maybe, like, three or four weeks in. Okay. Now he's known as one of the best pass rushers in the yeah. league. He's super dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he is – He is. Um, uh, what, what were your guys' names? It was Dwight Freeney to – What was Mathis, that? Like, Mathis to, to, to oh, Mathis yeah. on the other yeah. – This is exactly what Bud Dupree is to T.J. Watt. Right. Yeah. And so they're super dangerous together. No, yeah. When I, when they're, I think they were, like – through this week, there were like seventeen combined. Sacks yeah, or so it's uh, to me, and in, in my opinion, and probably in most people's opinion, um, including Vegas, it's a huge loss. That's yeah, it's a it's significant a, loss. It's, yeah. a, it's a yeah. significant yeah. loss. So that that probably drops me probably about to where you have it, 40, or 60. I would say really 50-50. 50, 50. At so this you point. still think they they have a because like I said, it's not like they're playing like some world beaters. I mean, the yeah. Colts are a nice team, uh, but they got that. Philip Rivers, uh, the uh, Browns. I mean, maybe they'll be spunky at the end. It's week seventeen, just to play spoiler against a rival. But like, mm-hmm. I think what hurts. I think what hurts more for them is not so far as like the undefeated team, but you know, when when you when you get to the level of football that you get into in, in January, and you're facing teams like the Chiefs, yes, who you know have like a top notch quarterback, and you know teams like you know uh, the Titans and you know, you start to get to, to, to these right. high-powered yeah. offenses. Yeah. Like, you need to be able to put pressure with, right. like, four guys right. or three guys. Right. That way you, you're not sacrificing in the secondary. To, exactly. To to the exactly. Yeah. And that's what, what what Dupree gave them the ability to do it. But I don't I don't really think that they're that formidable on defense without him anymore. Right. So I, I think, like, they, my thinking is they got a 40% chance to, to, to win out. Even if they do, I still think a AFC title game in Pittsburgh – you would have a Kansas City team being a slight favorite, like even. I if, think more than slight. You th- I think at like this point with point, Bud Dupree you, out, you I w- think it'll be more than like a three or. Yeah, I would say I would say at least three and a half. Okay. I would say Kansas City would be handicapped wow. by at least three okay. and a half. But now with Bud out, I mean, yeah, never, it could get down to then, minus yeah, four right. or minus or four they, and a half. I mean, not even make it to the title game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. You got, I like, mean, Derek Henry just. You can you know. never have enough pass rushers, right. and this is what I always tell people. Like, I have a friend who's a San Diego fan. He's like, well, you know, we 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 already got Joey Bosa and and Melvin. Oh, sorry, L A L A 
L.A. Chargers fan, but st- he's still a diehard fan. Right. And he's like, yeah, but we already have um, fan club uh, of one. We already have Melvin Ingram and and uh, Joey Bosa. And I'm like, listen, you can never have enough okay, yeah, pass rushers. Yeah, you can never. You have. You can never have enough of them. Right. You know, yeah. that's just the way that the NFL is built these days. Right. My parting thoughts are it's hard to go undefeated. It really, really is. And they're actually playing some pretty good teams that will have games to play for at the right. end. And the Steelers, I think, they're going to be comfortably the one seed, I think, by the end but of the year. But they're only a game ahead of Kansas City, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, like but I think it's not like they have a, this margin where they can play okay. around. Okay, you're, you're right. right, you're right, but... Uh, yeah, comfort between them and Kansas City, right. yes. What watch all of this uh, talk and then they but lose. But the Bills, they I, lose to Washington. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably they lose, like the, the next the, three games. And, and you know the Steelers haven't been like dominating well, everybody, that's the right? Like, so I mean, the last team they that have got played this far, games that are losable, right? So like I could see the Bills who are going to have something to play for. Right. Colts for sure got something to play for. That's a tough division. And the, yeah, and the Browns are fighting to get into the playoffs. Right, it's right. been a while. Right, so yeah, I, I would put the chance. Honestly, I'd put it like 10%. Wow. wow. I just think it's hard. It's hard to go undefeated, and you're it, playing it, against teams that really need to win. Right. And some of these are rival teams, right? I mean, Steelers, But they're Browns. two-thirds of the way down the road. Yeah, I like, understand. you get that part, 11 right? out of the 16 games. Right? I understand. So, yeah. Okay. I'm just putting a low 10%. chance. It's only happened, what, twice That's, in NFL it, history? Honestly, that it's prob- his, his, you know his you, point is probably right. more realistic but than ours is. you know who you are? Is. You're like Nate Silver saying Trump's got a 10% chance. Well, give him. A, I'm telling you, they got a. They got a. The shot. Steelers are not 40%. Trump. They don't have his level yes, of underdog. They got the big fat guy at quarterback. Yeah, they are. Anyways, um, Benyam, <laughs> I'll give you a final thought. Um, the chance yeah. the Steelers go undefeated. Twenty eighty is very okay. unlikely. Okay. Um, they're, so they're a good team. They're not playing a lot of great teams, but oh, it's just very difficult. COVID. There's a lot of unknowns. I just don't see it happening. If it, if it, if we had like crowds at this point, I would be like, I would probably be more on more on board with the Steelers. Right. But like, you're playing in front of an empty stadium. We're about to go into the worst part of COVID. So home field doesn't really mean as much as it usually does. And you know, despite the fact that they that they have all the tiebreakers right now on the Steelers, they would need to lose two games to right. have to go to so Kansas to go City. To, yeah. But it doesn't really matter because right. their fans are not there anyways. You know, I will say. 40% chance to go 16 and 0, 0% chance to win the Super Bowl. That's my thing. Wow. Like so Vince you're you're convinced on the Chiefs, yeah, yeah, right? Now, yeah, it's okay. either going to be the Chiefs or I can't hate on that. Whomever comes out of the Who NFC. has a better chance on the Super Bowl, the Colts so or the good. Steelers? Obviously the Colts, right? Hell no. No. <laughs> Will Philip Rivers <laughs> so the Colts also have zero chance? Yes. Have so you seen teams, the Philip Rivers play? Two of the best teams in the AFC have 0% chance. Okay. All right. That's Good funny. question. Right. Do you like watching Philip Rivers play better than you did like Peyton Manning? Oh, I yeah, think oh for sure. yes. Fuck wow. Peyton Manning. You but, can talk about uh, like uh, like crazy. Stetson Bennett right now, and yeah. he'll t- still so tell you that uh, he's better than prime. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is prime. No, Peyton Manning is a bull of shit. Yeah. He's Ham said he's not even in his like top yeah. thousand yeah. of NFL I mean, players. I recuse myself. To be fair, <laughs> is he in your top thousand? No. <laughs> nothing. Nowhere near. Nowhere. All right. One more football topic right, before ahead. we go on. Tampa Bay. I just think this is one of the most interesting situations in the NFL going on with between Bruce Arians, right. you know, fantastic coach, phenomenal right. coach, and Tom Brady, who TV is, 12. you know, widely considered to be, you know, the GOAT quarterback right. or the and GOAT player is, yeah. at this yep. point. Right. And um, this whole dynamic between them, I think, is just one of the most captivating parts of the NFL season. It's like, okay, 
you know, our 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 GM went to, went through all this trouble to put together all these all stars, you right. know, all these all pros from different from different teams. And he brought in Leonard had, Fournette. They already had talent. Yeah, on they the they had great talent already. They had Mike Evans. Right. They had they had Chris right. Godwin. Right. Then they bring in Leonard Fournette, and then they're like, let's bring in you know uh, Antonio Brown right. too, and right. Rob Gronk, Gronkowski, yeah. and yeah. all these like you know right. like former all pros right. to this team that's ready to win right now right. and has this young defense that hasn't really been torn about torn apart by a free agent free agency yet and there's like this huge rift in philosophy between the quarterback and and the the coach and so a lot of people are blaming Brady for not being able to you know pick up Arians' offense and be able to run it correctly and throw the ball downfield accurately I think he only has like a plus 21 yard like 45 percent accuracy rating which is like middle yeah yeah, it's like middle but that's not his game his game has always been short to intermediate passing it's always been you know pre-snap movement where's the Jewish guy Exactly. Yeah, Who's the mic? Yeah, Let me yeah. find out what the defense is doing. <laughs> yeah, Edelman or Welker. Welker. I think Edelman, Welker yeah. is too. Okay. Um, so, but like you know, you see that you see Tom Brady having done this for over twenty years, and in that system to be able to do it successfully, like just show me what's going on. Show me what the defense is doing. Show me my sub formations. Right. I'll figure out the right. Le- right. the rest because right. I'm winning the game in my mind before right. I do anything else, right. right? And you have Arians, who's this like vertical, you know, let's attack the defense every. Okay. Play, it. fuck it and chuck it. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, Jameis Winston, 30 interceptions right. last yeah. year, <laughs> 12 fumbles. Right. Like, Arians loves that. And 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 what I and what my idea is when I look at this whole dynamic between them is, you're a coach that's about to go out of the NFL. Yeah, you're in your last few years. Right. You're trying to win now on a team that's built to win right, right now with a quarterback who's won at six. With times. a quarterback who's won at six times. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you cater right. the offense to right. be something right. that will make him successful right. over trying to force your philosophy down his throat? You know what's, you know what's it's legacy more than anything else. You know what's what's interesting. The 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 divorce in New England, yeah. like Belich- I mean, it hasn't worked out, but like Belichick and the coaching staff reoriented themselves around Cam's strengths, right? They're like, yeah, or his weaknesses. What can you do, yeah. and we'll kind of work around. Like they've kind of taken like we don't have Tom Brady anymore; it's a different quarterback. So they try to accommodate what he has. I mean, they they're kind of behind the eight ball, anyways, because a lot of players just sat out the year, right? So they're in a different situation, but like. A coach like Belichick would do what it but takes that's to the put home, the but that's best. That's the hallmark of Belichick. Right, he right. always adjusts his personnel. So you have a guy, yeah, I know, but you you have a guy coming in who's won it six times. He's got like a very like you know like I always say like he's got a vision. He's got a vision, and he's also a very quick processor. But like are we sure that Arians supported? The signing of Tom Brady. No, we're not. Sure but that? at this okay. point, it's too late yeah, for that, yeah, yeah. right? Like, like the I'm GM has already brought. He he probably wasn't. He yeah. probably wasn't on board with it. But at this point, it's it's too late to play that game, right? You've signed him to a two year contract. What were yeah. the so it's either grab him Winston or Tom Brady. Like I mean. It's an upgrade. And I don't care what anybody else said. Like, I'm sorry. You're not going to give up the ball 35 times and win in the NFL. Right. Right. It's not going to happen. I don't care if he threw for 5,500 yards or however many touchdowns he threw for. Like, you give away the ball, it's a death sentence. Exactly. Usually. Right. So do you you think that they'll be on the same wavelength going into the playoff push? Or do you think this is going to continue? Because, like, what's weird is Bruce Arians is, like, one of these honest coaches. Like, if you start... He keeps frying him on those those press conferences. Anytime they have, like... Why can't he he pull an Urpin and just kumbaya the whole team? No, yeah. (laughs) Why can't he do that? I think that's what he... And and you know what the weird thing is? Hold on one second, Benny. You know what the weird thing is? 
the weird thing is that you would expect that type of behavior from Belichick, right? But every time you've seen Tom Brady have a really, really, like, think of the most shittiest games that you've ever seen Tom Brady play. Like, I'm talking about, like, Kansas City in 2014. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When well, like he, the, the, the Ravens kind of smoked out. And they got, or, yeah, oh, they yeah, got yeah, destroyed yeah, in, in yeah. New England right. in the first game right. of the season. Right. And you know what You know what? fucking Bill Belichick said when the, when the, when the uh, reporters came after Tom Brady? We're moving on to Cincinnati. Oh, that was the onto Cincinnati uh, yeah. quote. Okay, yeah. I, they had two different because he's very protective right. for all for yeah. how shitty he Arians is inside. Be, yeah, Aaron's is going to be honest. Like if he thinks you suck balls yeah. this game, he'll say even if you're six time. Yeah, he's got goat. the. Uh, but like, everybody would know that Tom Brady sucked balls, and right. and 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 right. Bill would still be like, "We're moving on to right. Cincinnati." It's just right. a way to protect right. your right. most important player right. because. Quarterbacks are your most—they're like relievers, right? right. Like they're think, very fragile in the mind. I think it's a different approach, though. I think that his approach, approach is more like, "Hey, let me tell you that you suck, so you can get better." I think that's the mentality. I don't know if is it's that working, the right mentality but, for a twenty-year veteran just, for hey, a rookie? Look, okay, I understand I, that. I don't. I don't. I don't. Isn't this why? I think that's the 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 what he's trying to get at. Like, isn't this why Brady left? This is why Brady left New England a little bit. He didn't feel loved. He wanted to get the hug. Well, if that was the case, he I'm, wanted to be a fancy he boy. Ain't get no love, baby. I know, like if, Carlos said, you don't get no hug, no, no. <laughs> If that's what he was going for, then he went from out of the frying pan and into the fire. Like this, was I know. Not but I think that, good... I think the whole point was in New England. You're right. Belichick never publicly uh, degraded or derided right. Brady. Because but in no, back I'm, channels yeah. in the locker room, I think he didn't feel Brady, appreciated. Yeah, Brady got tired of. Belichick coming out of but in also, like film sessions. Wasn't and stuff, he trying right? to ship out uh, the porn star QB that went to San Francisco? Oh, Garoppolo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but but I think that Brady he felt like look underappreciated and during practices during film sessions Belichick would Jimmy go at him right. and he was like look man I'm a six time champion right. been in the league almost twenty years leave me the fuck alone and I think in his mind he thought that if I go anywhere but New England. They're going to love me and hug me and kiss me and treat me like a superstar because I deserve that. Right. And he probably felt like that was going to happen in Tampa Bay. And obviously now Arians is not showing him the kind of the red carpet treatment. Right. So he's not probably the feeling red carpet, a but like left. not the like fucking Hiroshima and Nagasaki treatment yeah. either. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he's bombing on him he's, in these yeah, press conferences. Right. He's like, that was a terrible decision. That was a terrible throw. The quarter, like, Bill, even if even if Brady played like shit, and I can't remember how many times, like I've heard this endless times from Bill Belichick, we need to play better, we need to yeah. coach better, yeah, like and we need to okay, execute yeah. better. Right. Like and he, he says it all the and time, and he works himself into it, like the coaching. Yeah. We need yeah, to coach we, yeah, better. We, yeah. I need to do a right. better job. Right. We need to do a better right. job. The players need to do a better right. job. Everybody needs to do a better job. Right. And I feel like Arians is more like, nah, I'm gonna hold you responsible yeah, right. for your mistakes. Right. And also. It's like, not, not to, I don't know if that's the right way right. to be with a veteran. But to be fair, I, I agree. I mean, especially not with Brady. But Tampa Bay has been terrible in primetime games this year. Or they have, right? So True. before the primetime games, everybody's been slobbing on that Brady knob, right? Oh, my God, Brady, he's not washed up. He's great. He has a bad primetime game. Everybody's like, see, I right. told you, Brady's done. He's washed up. And every single game after a big loss or big-time loss, the Bucks have responded, right? And Brady has come back and had a good game. You can't do that in the playoffs. So maybe this uh, Arian game, you're out. I yeah. know, but maybe yeah. this Arians poking the bear is somehow working. I, can't, I, I don't I, know. I don't think that's. But that, does he yeah. understand him well enough at this point to be poking the bear? No, like, but, but, but your DNA, right. but your DNA is your DNA. Arians is a habitual line stepper. Uh, he so, you is, know, but I think yeah. that's the point. It's like it's like 
either either the team and the quarterback is going to win and your philosophy is going to lose or your philosophy is going to win and the team and the quarterback are going to lose. Like you right. have to you have to make a decision a, a conscious decision at some point to be like okay, what's more important to me? My ego or how well my yeah. quarterback plays? And right. I feel like Arians hasn't figured that and, out. And and also I I think this is a Dave Chappelle thing, but like Bruce Arians, this is a, a, a very good example of when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong, but you're being kind of an asshole right now. But it's now. hard like, to yeah. go against your DNA. That's true. It yeah. is hard for anyone yeah. to go against yeah. your DNA, right? It is, like, it is. It's hard for any of us to bite our tongue when someone else on this podcast but, makes an opposing viewpoint. <laughs> so imagine if you're a fucking but high guess, million dollar but coach. That, but it's, it's, just, not, it's not it's just hard. that because like, none of us have won anything. Imagine telling somebody who's won it six times. You playing like hold ass. Up, yeah. <laughs> that should be an agreement. It's kind of it's kind of like when LeBron, I, I, I it's like when LeBron comes to your team, right? You let LeBron you, have his way. Go ahead, go ahead Urban, Please remind him we were the hoop it up champions. In like, <laughs> oh my god! Nineteen what, yes. 1999, yes. 1999, yeah. baby. Hey, Carlos carried on, us, baby. dog. That's why you don't get no hold. I retract my previous I apologize. Yeah, we champs, dog. Hoop it up champions. Shit, joke. Second place, cornhole finishing ass up, man. We weren't even second. Oh, we were. All right. Speaking of hoop it up basketball, let's transition to NBA free agency. So when we last recorded a few weeks ago, we recorded on a Friday. Free agency had just like started. There were, you know, a lot of trades that had gone through or were expected to go through. The biggest trade that didn't go through was the Bogdanovich trade to Milwaukee. He ended up signing in Atlanta. And there are a bunch of other flurry of moves. Soon as midnight hit, like yeah, there were there a lot of yeah, a bunch first, of moves, right? Yeah, yeah. So most recently, this uh somewhat meaningless trade of Russell Westbrook from right. Houston for John Wall, Washington, equal salaries. Washington throws in this lightly protected pick that's not going to amount to much free agency is pretty much over except for the one big looming decision of the Giannis is he going to and also also or not I mean I think that's a four he's going to sign some sort of like contract we don't know we don't know but don't you think that Harden's and yeah that's still undecided like I don't think I mean at this point like is Houston a team to be in I mean they got rid of the coach they got rid of they don't have Chris Paul, obviously, from last year. They don't have uh, Westbrook from this well, year. Well, before we get into that, have, that yeah. juicy steak of a discussion, right. I'm just going to give my little two-piece, two-cents uh, uh, here about over. hometown Hawks. Okay. Well, the Lakers, obviously. I love the yeah, Lakers. So, so I think just to be clear, so the Lakers, they, 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 the LeBron's two years, he's going to be around to see his kid play. And then uh, AD's got another. So basically yeah. the two best. Well, AD signed set. for five years. Five years, yeah. yeah. The Lakers are set for the next three to five years. Right. They're good. Right. They upgraded in free agency. I personally, I think they they were the winners of the free agency. But forget them, you know, Lakers, whatever. Hometown Hawks. Yeah. I love what the Hawks did. They got Danilo Gallinari. They overpaid. Oh. But when you're a team like Atlanta, you have to overpay for quality players. He's a quality player. Bogdanovich overpaid slightly, but just enough that the Kings didn't match. They got Bogdanovich. They got Rondo, a good you know point guard backup. Future point guard future type head player. coach Rondo. Potentially, who knows? uh, Sorry, not Wes Matthews. That's the Lakers. But they got additional few key pieces, and they're probably going to sign John Collins to a max, probably. So I love what the Hawks did. They're relevant. They got talent. They may not get the one seed. They're they're probably going to be fighting. Will we be able to, like— There's a struggle for the eighth seed, but I love what the Hawks did because they're trying to win, and enough of this fucking slow-playing, tanking bullshit. They're trying to win. I think they're going to be really good. In Hawks' perspective, 
So I'm I love what the Hawks did. Are we uh, gonna be able to go to the Hawks to watch him at some point this year? I don't know, man. Kemp has fallen out of favor with Trump, so I don't know <laughs> how much he's gonna align with that policy. But I will tell you, over the last few years, I've watched an inordinate amount of Hawks games because right. they're very exciting. When Trey Young is on the floor, yeah. they are a top five offensive rating right. team. When he gets off the floor, they crater. But hopefully, with the Rondo addition, they'll be better. So the Hawks will be more interesting. So that's my biggest personal right. emotional winners of free agency. I'll let you guys chime in can on I, the rest of the moves. Can I just ask, it, you know, for a long time, people have said that there are certain contracts that are like untradeable. Like back in the day, I think Allen Houston of the Knicks, like he, has, he signed some contract. Mm-hmm. But like there is no such thing anymore. Like Chris Paul was thought to be like an untradeable contract. Correct. He's been shipped around. Westbrook, like they're, uh, oh, uh, not Westbrook, uh, John Wall. Westbrook, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but like Both John Wall was also like every contract seems to be not untradeable. It seems like no matter how bad it seems, the revenue keeps going up and, and like by in two years time, what looked like a terrible deal is like manageable. All right, we'll if, take this guy off. If you have a good player, yeah. no matter how much he makes, there will always be somebody that will take him. Right. Now, the return that you will get may not be right. like Paul but, George, Kawhi, whatever those type of players level. Right. But you're going to get something, right? Case in point, Chris Paul. We all thought he was done. He's been traded twice and since then. The Suns should be a fun team to watch. Exactly. Yes, yeah. Russell Westbrook, John Wall, both of them. Yeah. Albatrosses of contracts. People basically point to them as the worst contracts in the league now. Chris Paul, not so much because he's performed well. Right. And yeah, there is marginal. They both were traded. It was like a neutral but trade. Westbrook but, plays. I mean, like, yeah. Wall. And if you think of the yeah. Wizards, Wall hasn't played in two years. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. And yeah. And Westbrook has, and he's yeah. been really, really right. good to great still. Right. He's an all NBA player last right. year. He should make the Wizards marginally better. Right. Not competitive for a finals no, berth. I, no, I, but, I mean, I mean yeah. he, it's, it's better than having Wall just sitting down yeah, somewhere. Right, like, yeah. people are like, oh, I don't even count the last year because. Oh, you know, there was COVID and then like there was the bubble and like what was the point of bringing Wall back? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, it doesn't matter why he wasn't on the court. LeBron was on the court for almost every game. OK, there's right. a lot of guys who have been in the league for a lot longer who played like almost every single game. This guy played zero games this year. Yeah, for he the played li- for the listeners out there. Simon lived in Washington, D.C. Yeah. for quite a bit. So, right. He's I'm sure I was there while I was. Yeah, was you're drafted. pretty chummy. I'm sure with Wizards yeah. fans that have been. Absolutely. Following the teams Absolutely. For a while. Yeah. And like there's Wizards fans who are like, oh, you know, they should have given him more of a chance. And I'm like, listen, he played zero games last year. He played 36 games the year before that. And he played 41 games the year before that. I'm yeah. sorry. That's three years of you not being on the court. Yeah. And one thing for all the, the bad things that you can say about Russell Westbrook and his style and his brashness and all this stuff, Russell Westbrook is an Iron Man. Yeah, he plays. He does not fucking miss games. Yeah. He plays almost every single night. He's no Kawhi Leonard. He's no Paul George. Yeah, he shows up. He's out there every single night giving you everything he's got. And, and despite the fact that Washington is upset because John Wall was the number one overall pick and he's like their homegrown kid. He was like 19 years right. old when he got to D.C. Listen, you got the better player. Yeah, D.C. loves John Wall. He's a big figure. You got there. the better player. Yeah. You know who loves, who loves John Wall more than D.C.? Rose Bar. Yeah, exactly. Because that so motherfucker that, frequented that place what is, uh, every is that like fucking weekend. Hang? What is Rose Bar? It's it's a club. It's okay, a bar. Um, okay, let's so I live in DC. Okay. And eh, Metro DC. you know, we have obviously we have a friend <laughs> we have we have a friend that owns a club and you know I've taken you guys there before. Hey, give him so a I'm shout out. Come on, dog. Front. Give him some love. Mm, he didn't give <laughs> some shout out, so I'm not gonna give him any love. Cold blooded. I'm not Ouch. giving him love. He, is he from he, Iowa he, like he, Bob? Yeah, he's he's he, he's from Iowa. 
shoddy. Um, but anyway, so we have a friend that owns a club. And even aside from that, we have other acquaintances that own nightlife. John Wall is known in the D.C. area to be a frequenter of Rose Bar, which is a, a, a like a small little, it's a, it it's a bar, but he's it's like it a in. little nice lounge. He's like the oh, James man, Harden he's of D.C. He's, he's known to be, he is, he is a nightlife guy. He's out all the time. Poor work ethic. Um, I just, I never saw the excitement about him. Like, I mean, he's good, but why? You're like, never why big, are you investing uh, your, yeah. I'm not, not. I, John Wall, I'm though, to be fair, John I'm, Wall, he, he was, when he was healthy, he was a phenomenal player. Okay, this is an arbitrary when thing. This is so an arbitrary healthy, thing. But in the Wizards franchise history from 1980 something. Wizards to, and Bullets? Yeah, I th yeah, both. To 2014, they had won one playoff series. Right. One playoff series in like 20, 30 plus years. With John Wall and Bradley Beal, they've probably won five or six, right? right. They had some big moments in the playoffs. Yeah. They, yeah, they never made it to a conference finals. Right. But they had big moments and they were scary. Remember uh, Paul Pierce when he was on a rental <laughs> business? Yeah. Do you did you did you call bank? No, I called game. <laughs> like the Wizards have had moments. Right. So John, I mean, when everybody's playing. Yeah. John Wall has been a big uh, part of the DC community, but I do think there have been rumblings throughout his whole career he that been a like a big part of the DC community. He at just night. there have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To, to, go to, to go to what you said, Benny, um, there have been a lot of rumblings in many, many years, right? Every, every offseason, there was like a recurring thing on Instagram or Twitter, like fat John Wall picks. Every offseason, it was like, wait, John Wall, man, you're recovering from injury. Why are you so fat? Like, you're not rehabbing. Yeah. And apparently, there are rumors that Bradley Beal, him and John Wall never really got oh, along. Oh, they never? Uh... Never really. But they never really publicly came out. But there's always rumblings. And there's also been rumblings that Bradley Beal was kind of like skeptical of John Wall's rehab. Kind of like, oh, how yeah. hard are you going? So I think that marriage was... Oh, he was going hard in the club. Yeah. That marriage was due to uh, separate at some right. point. Let's call it what it is. If I'm paying somebody... This is what pisses me off. Right. If I'm paying you $20, $30, 40000000 million to, to, you know, to, 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 get a, to do a job, and you're out spending $20,000, dollars $40,000 at Rose Bar or all these other clubs in D.C., there's a problem. And I don't... You know what? He was 19 when he came in. He was a young dude. I get it. But the ownership never said anything or did anything. It was, you know, these things don't go unnoticed. It's like Michael Vick when he came to Atlanta. Right. I was never a big Michael Vick. I, I love Michael Vick now because he's grown so much. And I'm a big fan of him now because I think that he's matured a lot. But um, I think the same thing with Arthur Blank. He was Michael Vick, undisciplined. He would, he would be the first one to leave. He would be the last one to um, come in. He didn't display any 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 quality of leadership. And those are the things that make you lose. Like, let's talk about Miami that went to, you know, that went deep into the playoffs this year. Let's talk about um, even the Lakers that had LeBron come and take a whole bunch of scrubs to win a championship. That all comes from leadership. And if you're paying somebody $30, $40 million a year, number one quality you need is leadership. And if they're out at the club, bro, come on. Like, where are you going to go? Right, right, right. Is, is it worth that investment? So yeah. for me, if you're if you're from if you know I'm I'm obviously Atlanta is my home and you know I hate to say it but one of my favorite my favorite team in Atlanta is going to be of course I got to say the Braves and then after that it's going to be the Falcons and then the Hawks. So I, as much as I I'm rooting for them, you know, living here in DC and have having gone to a few Wizards games, I'm happy to see John Wall go. Okay. I think it's a great decision for him to. And Russell Westbrook, are you kidding me? 
he's instantly going to make them better. Okay. And then you have Beal to compliment yes, that. Yes, absolutely. And that's exactly like a, what I was about to say. Like dude, I feel like on, Russ, I feel like Russ, Russ and Beal is a much no, better is a, is a much better pairing bro, than Harden chemistry. than Harden and uh and Wall simply because both Harden and Wall need the ball in their to hands. Be, like again, yeah, I don't effective. I don't think that's going to be I, I think Harden is going to leave. I think I mean right, yeah, 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 I, like, I would yeah, think so. I, yeah, hypothetically you are right. I think that's, that's But there, there were there were sort there were reports out there that Harden did prefer to play with Wall over Westbrook. Whatever you want to make of that, right? But I yes, don't know how much. Was, Harden, Harden, Harden is I'll take the way. guy who can get on the court. Right. At yeah. the end of the day, yeah. I need you we on seen the Wall fucking court and giving me all you got. And, and that's one thing you can never question Russ about. Yeah, yeah. And he's Wall, gonna give you everything he's Wall got. and Westbrook are and both. Beal's a beast too. Beal is a you know people don't talk about. No, Beal, Beal is great. He's great. He's, he's not, on a he's bad not, team. He doesn't get the respect yeah. that he he's like a Jimmy Butler. Like he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. You know what I mean? So if you have Beal, you have Russ, and then if you have great team chemistry and the wizards might you know i mean i'm not saying they're gonna they may, they may be like seventh or eighth in the they're east gonna win a well, championship we, but they're gonna do something they're gonna make some noise well we can wrap this up um final thoughts everybody free agency's over pretty much yes i'm gonna get everybody real quick real quick right any move that we haven't talked about do you want to mention i i think i think harden goes to like brooklyn okay I think that's chances. And, and, what are the chances? And, and, Greater than the Steelers going to stay in Milwaukee. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. And Giannis is going to stay in Milwaukee. He's going to stay in Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. Simon, any uh, any other free agency transaction you'd like to discuss that maybe we haven't talked about? Um. Honestly, I feel like we we've touched on most of them over the past couple of weeks. I mean, the Lakers have you know fortified their their team and 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 mm-hmm. their future, but um, apparently there's still ways that they can sign like a third superstar, which I think is it's fucking fascinating, yeah, but I don't really have any. I hope not. Harden, that, but they can manipulate I'd like to, that. I'd like to get on Simon's coattail on that and say. Harden to the Lakers? They don't need him. No. Giannis's brother just got signed with the Lakers out of the G League, right? <laughs> Giannis. There hey, is no saying, Actually, uh, he, was already, he, was, he was already signed They're... to the Lakers last year. He was part of the championship team. And oh, they he just got a ring? They just re- yeah, he got a ring. They just who re-signed him to a two-way. the player of the straddling both teams? Is it like a Deion Waiters? He's getting he got a ring no matter what because I think he was like, oh yeah, oh, yeah he was on but he was on he, both squads no matter oh, there what you go, he's go ahead go ahead Ben I, I, think, I think the I think the Lakers are planting roots baby I think they're planting seeds baby and they're gonna wait for the harvest I mean it's a perfect situation for Giannis to walk into right like you know like that like LeBron's exit from from LA yeah. means like him pairing up with AD and all that stuff like yeah. You know what? Giannis has the world in his hands, dude. At the end of the day, he can do whatever the fuck he wants to right. do. And that's that's pretty much what the NBA is now. You know, the power is in the players' hands. And and despite the shitty city he plays in, he's probably going to... So, by the way, I just want to say... Sorry, Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, those cheese curds, man. The views I'm of sorry, Simon are in no way, shape, or form the views of the Buffer Pod. We <laughs> love Milwaukee. Uh, we can't wait to come there and eat whatever sandwich you guys make. Some, hey, I love the cheese. upper Midwest. Oh. I love Minnesota, all that good They're stuff. They're struggling mm, with this virus right now. Not in the right winter, now. baby. Yeah. Not in the fucking winter. All right, Go so to the, Milwaukee for the in final January. Note, for yeah. the final note, Bob, of Madagascar, we're going to play a little clip. Yeah, you know, Kind of some thoughts on NBA free agency, right? So we're going to listen to that right here, and we'll, we'll all react to it real quick. Finally, a question. Russell Westbrook, recently traded to the Washington basketball team, clearly burns with a white-hot hatred, an endless inferno of disdain and contempt for his enemies that the league hasn't seen since Michael Jordan translated his deep, bitter loathing for all non-Michael Jordan humans into becoming the greatest basketball player of all time. 
Max Scherzer regularly stomps around the pitcher's mound, frothing in rage while pitching. It's great. Watching people display this sort of barking, lunatic anger is one aspect of watching sports that I take a great deal of pleasure in. Hatred is severely underrated as a form of entertainment. On the other hand, Kobe's corny mean mugging was a cheap simulacrum of the real deal. But I guess you can get away with that sort of cheesy fakery when you're solidly in the top 50 or so players of your generation. How dare you? Anyway, the question. Who is the angriest athlete whose on-court or on-field talent doesn't justify their shitheadedness? I say Latrell Sprewell. That guy was a dick all the time. And at best, he'd be a really nice third or fourth piece on a good basketball team, probably. Anyway, keep up the good work. I've got to have something to listen to after I've listened to all the other podcasts. And that's the Buffer's sweet spot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so let's let's break this down, okay? okay? First of all, there's a question he asked at the end. Right. Basically, who's the biggest dick that is... Uh, uh, empty. Right. What do you say? Like, you know, say it with empty your chest, calories. like, I, so yeah, empty so like, calories. Latrell Sprewell is a. a <laughs> let's I mean, say current. Let's say current players. Yeah, let's yeah. go current. That's pretty good. Like, who would be, like, that's a good question. It would who talks be- a lot of shit and ain't worth a goddamn thing? Or not worth it? Draymond Green, I feel like that. Yeah. I feel Draymond, like Draymond Green's a pretty good one. Draymond yeah. talks a lot of shit, but he does but, back But he's a glue guy. Draymond's good, though, bro. He does the things that they need. Whenever I think about somebody that talks a lot of smack, I think Draymond. You know who I think about? You know, I love Draymond. Though. Can I give I'm y'all something out of left field? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yasiel Puig. Oh, you're going to have basketball okay. and baseball. baseball. Okay. Like, he's so, yeah, he was just talking about Max Scherzer, right? Yeah, like, yeah. This, this guy talks so much shit. He's so hyped up. He's always, like, trying to get the crowd up is, out of their yeah. seats. And I'm like, dude, you're not that fucking good, man. <laughs> you're not that good. L.A. finally won a championship this year, and they just traded his ass away. Right. The Dodgers just finally won a championship. Right. So... I don't know. Like, I, I think he's way too amped up. Another example, I mean, Dion Waiters thinks highly of himself, and he's not Yeah, he good. thinks he's yeah, the best he guy on the floor. Right. What yeah, was that, uh, pitch, that pitcher that got into trouble because he was talking shit about the New York immigrants or whatever? Like John Rocker? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's oh, John Rocker. <laughs> oh, he's in, but he's in the Hall of Fame. He's not yeah. playing anymore. That's but right, he, yeah, he's, yeah. In, he's he, definitely he, in the he, Hall of he Fame. He was kind of an asshole. John Rocker's a Hall of Fame. No, he's he's a he's in the Hall of Fame of like shit talking yeah, and not being good oh, enough yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, back yeah, it up. You yeah, know, you know, lot. I'm gonna j- just to wrap this up. I'll, I mean, it's a little re- too relevant, but I'm gonna go Russell Westbrook probably because Russell Westbrook every time he dunks on somebody or does something, he mean mugs like crazy, and the next time down the floor he turns it over or takes a terrible three pointer. It's like what what was the point if you're going to follow up a supernatural play with a boneheaded play? Yeah, but Russ is an MVP though. You he know is, what I mean? And he's still, like three man. straight seasons of yeah, triple still. doubles. Like you got to you got to give you got to I'm not saying he's not a great player, name. but like it's just he follows up his greatness. You know with what? Boneheadedness Okay, all the time. if we're going to go in that direction, I will I will present to you Ezekiel Elliott. Who celebrates every single first feed down yeah, Ian, by doing his up, little baby. feed me thing first yeah. down? I'm like, come on, bro! You don't need to well, celebrate Cam, every right, first Cam down. Cam was also yeah, guilty of that. Can I uh, do an honorary mention? Because it's not an individual, but a team. The 2008 Boston Celtics. They milked that one. They think that they're like a dynasty, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they got the better. Hey, of Kendrick Perkins. I think they it, think they won that yeah, second like, year against yeah, the Lakers. Yeah. I hey, think that's they what think it is. They Kendrick, think they won that Kendrick game. Kendrick Perkins in the lineup, they were undefeated. That's, that's what Doc oh, Rivers keeps oh, saying. Kendrick Perkins is such a blowhard. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah you're right about bag. that. I've never seen a franchise, and maybe it has to do with the diehardness of Boston fans, but right. like they hold but that. They, they that hold one that Celtic forever. 
ever. Yeah, they really. act like that was a dynasty and like we're still the Tatum and Brown is the next edition of that dynasty. It's right. like you were never a dynasty. Yeah, I mean, dog. no offense. I, I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm a Boston but hater. I'm a dynasty winning okay. one fucking title. But the Lakers, that same dynastic, quote unquote, dynastic run by the Celtics. The Lakers went to three finals in a row and won two of them. And won two of them, yeah. And That's the Celtics a, yeah. went to two or three, right. and they lost. They only won one. So right. like, I get it. Right. But like not Kobe really. won two out of those three, and that wasn't even his best run. Like, so yes, he dog. It was like yeah. 2020, 2012. And uh, and Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce had already been traded to the New York Nets, and they're playing for the New York Nets, and they still think that they're like uh, like a uh, formidable yeah. opponent right. for like LeBron. They're like talking shit to LeBron while right. he's like with the Miami Heat. Yeah. And I'm just like, and, and shut the did, fuck up, and man. Then, and then they what are you bad, talking about? And then they like black <laughs> old as shit. Did they like try yeah. to blackball like Ray Allen for the great yeah, yeah. offense? No, yeah, they, they don't like, like Ray. Allen. Okay, here's a controversial. At two. Yeah, At two, Ray. They said this team was concocted okay, by here, trades. Okay, here's know. a controversial one, a little bit. Um, Logo Lillard, Damian Lillard. Oh, Damian Lillard? So he's had some big moments in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And he's had many meme-worthy, like, yeah, really waving them goodbye, looking at them in their face yeah. like And his uh, great rap albums. But he's also had subsequent playoff series where he's been kind of shut down, and they've been sort of – I mean, they were never favored in but the he series. Never, but he's not <laughs> – yeah. Latrell like choking. No, no, he's not. Can I, can I bring this yeah, back to Bob real quick? Yeah. I gotta say, one of the most hilarious videos that I've seen, most hilarious videos that I've seen during the NBA uh, bubble playoffs, mm-hmm. was um, Russ like you know like making a shot or like a free throw or something or blocking somebody, and then they like they like they panned it back between Russ. And the the like the baby mothers, the wags of the of the basketball yeah. players holding their infants and their toddlers, and so it's like it's like a conversation between like Russ yelling at these little children <laughs> and infants, <laughs> and them yelling back at Russ. Like I mean, That's Ru- good, yeah. Russ is actually a pretty good candidate. I have fun. I have to say, no, he, he is. Funny he, guy, is. Yeah, yeah. he talks a lot of shit. I mean, he's like he talking had, shit to them. He's like yelling at the little kids. You know what I'm saying? They're sitting in, in their own area. You know, the baby moms and the children had their own area of right, the of right. the court. He has right. a Kobe level tenacity without the ring. So yeah. So let's uh, transition. This is gonna be a a, a quick uh, segment here. Uh, Nothing is it's quick not with a us. game. It's like just which is worse. So uh, uh, the, there have been some politicians who have said a lot of things regarding being safe in this pandemic mm-hmm. and then they do th- a lot and, of politicians and then they do things that run counter to that right mm-hmm. so uh this is not i have two examples but just by way of example uh the governor of california he told everybody to stay home and then he went to a restaurant <laughs> how quickly thereafter the, it was fairly quickly but the guy that told the, everybody the, had to travel the mayor of denver said y'all stay home while he was headed to the airport mm, to checking in delta boarding pass <laughs> right Tweeting so, at the same time. I have two examples, and then uh, you you will let me know which one is worse, right? So this segment is called "Which is Worst," right? All right. So we have the mayor of Austin versus a Hungarian member of the European Parliament, right? So two politicians, okay. different continents. All right. Let's start with the mayor of Austin. On November 9th, the mayor of Austin, Steve Adler, posted a Facebook video message to caution the people of Austin to stay home to keep the COVID numbers down. He said, and I quote, we need to stay home if you can. We need to keep the numbers down. Now is not the time to relax. Right? So Sound advice. Very sound advice. Nobody could say anything wrong with that. My man. On November 9th, would it shock you to find out that he recorded this video while on vacation in Mexico, 
after he flew with, on a private jet from Austin, having done a 20-person wed- wedding for his daughter. Mm. <laughs> so he does the half video. On t- so up top, it looks like it could be in his office. Oh. But below, it could be it could be the Hawaii. You know, so like, how'd they figure it out? Geotag? Because the local news looked into it, and he oh. had to confirm that you know what, you got me there. I was in, I was in Mexico. But there's an episode of The Simpsons. Mayor Quimby mm-hmm. <laughs> has a similar moment where he goes. Wait, does any does anybody have a good Mayor Quimby impression for the I listeners out there? Simon, <laughs> it's oh like a, it's God, like a, it's like, tough. it's like a, it's like a, a, a JFK kind of. Uh, yeah, you know, it's yeah. very JFK. Right. Okay. I feel like it's very like right. Kohog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead. But How anyway, is he so to like he, he's doing a similar like ah the people of uh, Springfield. I'd like to remind yeah. all the citizens <laughs> of Springfield. <laughs> and then some guy with some sort of like local island music is cuts into the video. Oh, and he, and you can kind of see his long shot where he's wearing like some. Uh, some what was this a live in feed or something live video he couldn't edit that well out? this is the simpsons you know it's all animated oh, it's but the like simpsons. Okay. they open give him the long shot and you can see he's got like the hawaiian print pants mm-hmm. and just Flower like on vacation yeah, yeah yeah so that's pretty hypocritical right that's yeah. pretty bad so is that bad or is this worse right so i'm gonna go to the okay. next one simon has heard of this so okay everybody else there is a member of parliament in europe from Hungary, right? So I need to do a little background because not everybody knows Hungarians, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely and not. And it's unfortunate that we'll find out in a second that he's from Hungary. It's just the, the naming. Uh, all right. So a little background. So he's a founding member of Hungary's ultra-conservative ruling party, and they're known for their social conservatives, mm-hmm. right? Including their position against same-sex marriage. So they're, you know, like... They don't like the gays. Crazy, like, on the right Republicans. Like, yeah. Like, not like regular. They'll be yeah, down with like Boosie. So him, so Boosie would Tea vote party for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, like, so yeah. Po- yeah, very, okay. yeah, very, Boosie and Hungary. Yeah, French, that. French conservatives. So there's that aspect, and there's also a pandemic, and they have rules against congregations, right? So right. Mm-hmm. he's a member, he's a representative of Hungary, but he's a member of the European Parliament, so he's in Belgium, right? Okay. So... Th- <laughs> 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 so I'm going to tell you, according to the Belgian newspaper, officers interrupted a drug-fueled orgy with about 25 men, <laughs> including one foreign politician and a number of diplomats for what the paper described as, this is the paper, not me, a party of legs in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? But they're all men. Like, Visually. Okay, I'm thinking. Let us Did you get it now? So let me okay. continue. So one source told the paper that they had interrupted, I'm going to be frank, a gangbang. That source turned what? out to be the police oh, the, the police commissioner. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. It's the police commissioner that said that. Oh, we interrupted a gangbang. Like, you couldn't be any more subtle than that as the commissioner of police? You know, I just... Hey, so I, 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 I would... I would love to hear Boosie's perspective. Right. So hold on, like, there, there's a guy that was against the whole. He's an ultra. He's not just against. Yeah. He's like the most against right. of anybody. And he was part he's of like this part uh, of the Buk- parliament. He's so he a, was part of the Bukaki or whatever. He's a founding member of this ultra conservative thing. Okay. He's one of the 25. I don't that, know if his oh. legs are in the air. Or all right, all right. He's. Is there more? Is there more? Tell yeah, me more. So, one unnamed uh, member of the European Parliament reportedly attempted to escape by climbing out of a window 
but they were caught, and when they were, he claimed European Parliament immunity, uh, which exists. No? Exists. Oh, so okay. you have immunity. Wow. You know, just like in the United Nations. Wait, you can do any fucked up shit and just claim that. But in the United Nations, in you New can York, murder somebody and like, claim whoa. that. And also, there was a story like I think um, something happened in in Great Britain where an American had immunity. Like, I think they killed somebody. They drove over them, yeah. wow. and they skipped. Town back to America and they, they bounce. So, yeah, politicians have a lot of in, immunity. Okay. So the suspicion is that he was that guy that tried oh. to flee, and he's like, "Oh, you can't." Anonymous. You have I mean, technically, come on. Right. So okay. So violation of uh, COVID protocol. Yeah, obviously. A twenty-five person. Well, orgy. how do we know they weren't wearing masks? That well. <laughs> yeah, Doctor yeah. They could have been wearing masks, but they were still within six feet if they're fucking. You but know. He, he, here's the thing. No, but Doctor Fauci said if you have on a mask, it's 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 a go. You, <laughs> so just to I'm finish just up this story, this person resigned. Obviously, it's kind of hard to no, stick around. Honorable, honorable. Right? He should have just stuck it out. But what I found. The best part of the story, literally or figuratively, in my <laughs> eyes, is that so there is a twenty-five person orgy. There are legs in the air. Mm. There's a gangbang. Giggity. The only thing, so they asked him about what happened. The only thing he refuted was that I was not on drugs. Uh, <laughs> I like, was there sober. are a lot of allegations made against you, and the only thing you challenged is that you were not on drugs. The police came back and they said. We found ecstasy pills in his possession. And then he said, I don't know how it got there, but I was not on drugs. Somebody so, was reaching for something. So on one hand, to be fair to this Hungary so he for cock shit out of him right? drugs. <laughs> so to be fair to him, he did not make the argument that the mayor did. Like the mayor is like literally like probably taking back a few shots before they do the Facebook video, mm -hmm. which is worse. Cause like one is like, okay, you're part of some weird group that's against gay marriage. Okay. So Austin guy who tells people not to travel while he, and he oh, travels and tries is, to cover no it up right? or the hungry guy who is like hungry, very conservative, very hungry, but hungry for that cock. Is <laughs> <laughs> it <in> some <laughs> orgy? <laughs> and he tries to deny, but he ultimately resigns. Right. So Simon, which is worse? I think it's super easy, right? I think there's been several cases of, these dudes telling people don't go out right. don't be a lot of mayor people. of Boston people yeah. don't go like even even um what's her name the california lady she was like telling people oh go out there go out there you know and then all of a sudden like you know in like a week or so like it's like coronavirus is completely swept through san francisco oh is this uh pelosi yeah, Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. Like so, the, so like, we've seen plenty. Go to of, yeah, go to okay. Chinatown. Yeah. Do your yeah. shopping. Yeah. Do whatever you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Live your life. Song for thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so we've seen plenty fair, of situations. There, we've, right. we've seen plenty. But we've also, to be fair, we've seen a lot of like Republican conservatives playing footsie in the stall with like an FBI agent trying to suck some cops. Yo, right? that's true. But so this is this is this on is, such dude, I, a dude, large scale is, level. Look, all right. All right. Look, so, Simon, can, which is worse? Absolutely. Unequivocally. Yeah. The dude <laughs> being like an ultra conservative, like Tea Party Hungarian parliament member and being part of like a 25 person orgy. Like, how do you explain that? You can't be like, um, yeah, but I was only there for diplomatic purposes. <laughs> like, what that doesn't was, fly. You know, that does not fly. I was just there to make right, sure that right. everybody saw my face right. that I was there. You know, you know, people say, like, you know, sometimes they have, uh, like, you know, Iran and America have budding, you know, their budding heads, but there are back channels to make sure nothing goes. 
He was the back yeah, channel. He was absolutely. doing a lot of back channel. You're telling me 24 dudes were in there, he was literally uh, the back were channel. in there, you know, uh, uh, gang banging each other, <laughs> and this one parliamentary dude was like sitting in the back smoking a cigar, being like, "I'd rather be somewhere else, but I have to be here just for diplomatic purposes." I w- Get the fuck I, out of here! I would love it if they if they had the the, the 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 same policies as they do in parliament. You're out of order. Oh my god! <laughs> the gentleman had five more. Oh my god! <laughs> Oh, that that is just—it's a story for the ages. Like it I think this one is like—it's out there in the in the in the atmosphere by itself. Hey, my vote—my vote is also for which is worse is the hungry guy because it would be un-American to pick an American <laughs> to be worse than a foreigner. But That's also, uh, if I was a prosecutor, I'd be like, hey man. You know, yeah, he's guilty. He's guilty. Yeah. Because he fucked the shit out of him, man. And the defender's like, no, what you mean? He's got immunity. No, but he fucked the shit out of him. Legs were up in the air. So I'm going to go the hungry guy. Much worse. Benium. Uh, there's no competition. I mean, this is just, it, it's so bad. I, I mean, it sounds crazy just hearing it. Like, it just doesn't. Because, you know, you can make an argument for the guy that went to Mexico. Like, okay, my daughter, we paid, right, right. we, you know, yeah. it's only 20 people. And they said that everybody tested. So you tested, can always yeah. kind of, He said that everybody know, tested way, beforehand. Everybody, yeah, like there's a way around right. your he daughter He didn't tell people, though, that Mexico. he was literally at a Mexican resort. Well, why people, would you? I mean, everybody, you know, yeah. the, the one argument. It'd be funny if he said, you should socially distance, not travel, and we should build a wall. But you know, and <laughs> then his ass was in fucking Mexico. <laughs> He's on the other <laughs> side of the, the wall. The one, ar- the one argument, and I agree that the hung- hungry for cock is a lot worse, but like the, the Austin person, I think that the best comparison would be like, you got to remember, it's a wonderful life, the the Christmas movie, yeah. right? So the story at the end was basically like there was gonna be like a run on the back. Everybody, you know, banks work where it's a circulation. I take your money and I and he loans it out. But mm-hmm. if everybody at the same time tries to access their money, the whole thing falls apart, right? Yeah. So COVID is a numbers game, right? So the, the people are infected when a lot of people are out and about, right? So they need a lot of people to not go out mm-hmm. and to keep the numbers down. So it's basically what he did was like, it's like a run on the bank and he tells everybody, don't take your money out. Hey, stay, you know, I'm not going to do a fucking uh, impression of the, it's, it's a wonderful life guy, but yeah. like, you know, he's telling, <laughs> oh, your money is over here yeah. and man, this yeah, and that, yeah. right? But it would be like the mayor saying that whole speech and then withdrawing money yeah. quietly. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what the, because like everybody can't. But, every, but everybody, everybody during this pandemic, whether it's us, low lives, lowly people versus the government officials, we all have been hypocritical to some right. extent of our lives of saying one thing and doing another. Right. So that's kind of like so on some level. But I mean, to it's be a fair, figure, isn't the hungry guy also the same? Like, man. Can I tell you yeah. what I think is worse than both? Is Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue yeah. receiving private uh, audience yes. with with coronavirus specialists, right, right. telling them how bad things right. were going to be in a secret dump, hearing? In yeah. a secret hearing, yeah. dumping all of their uh, all of their assets that were in that field, right. and picking up all these uh, pro like you know pro Corona right. things that would yeah, be successful under Corona, to, yeah, like. Yeah. I think that's way worse than any, Wait, of, any of them. Yeah, yeah and these are these are Georgia yeah. Congress representatives. Yeah, our our yeah. senators. Well, and, and to be yeah. fair, our two senators. Right. Yes. To be fair, the only reason why all of the cocking sucking is funny is because he's against it. We're not. Do what you want. Yeah. But like, suck all he, the cock you want, man. His public yeah, posture. Yeah, it's very fucking hypocritical. His yeah. public posture is he's against it. Like, I suck mean, all it, the cock yeah. you want, but just don't say you don't. Right. Yeah. That's come it. on, man. That's be real. Yeah. Tell us what's really going right. on. Right. 
And right. I feel like that's what makes them worse, too, because right. they didn't tell us what was going right. on. They told us to go out and shop and right. doing whatever right. we wanted true, yeah. and live our lives normally. Right. Meanwhile, yeah, they were they fucking were, yeah. pumping and dumping. Yeah. So yeah. final topic. Uh, silly gets a little bit sillier. I guess you can call this sillier. Um, you know, we're kind of deprived of sports, depraved. We want anything to latch on to. See. Leads us to boxing. Well, sort of right. boxing. More like An exhibition, exhibition boxing. boxing. Yeah. Mike Tyson, Iron Mike. Versus Roy Jones Jr., who once was declared the pound-for-pound pound best fighter he in the world. He was great, yeah. They fought, exhibition fight. Nate Robinson fought a YouTube uh, One of the influencer. Logans, yeah. Yeah, Jake uh, But an actual, an actual boxer. He's boxed a little bit longer. Than yeah, Jake Paul has been a decent exhibition celebrity Like for like an amateur. I mean, he would get yeah. his ass kicked Robinson, like I believe it, Nate Robinson, right. former NBA basketball player, spark plug of the Celtics. Right. You know, pretty good NBA player right. for you know what you expect out of him. Uh, got his ass knocked out. Became a meme. So I'm going to kind of secede the floor to here to you guys. So, what are your overall thoughts? Actually, we, we can first off right. talk about the pay-per-view buys. Right. So right. there was a Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, his namesake is Mike the Tyson. Gypsy right? King. Right. But his parents named him Tyson yep. after Mike mm-hmm. Tyson, right? Mm-hmm. So Tyson uh, Fury versus Wild, Deontay Wilder 2, which wasn't particularly close because Fury... Just, but it was, it was a... Good fight. Right. Entertaining. It did good numbers, but like this Mike Tyson fight did 1.2 million pay-per-view buys. Which was like more my, than my, the Fury fight? Which is f- close to 400,000 more wow. buys. Wow. So okay. significant. Now, to be fair, not to be fair, but just to, uh, for, for clarity, Mike Tyson is 54 years old. Mm-hmm. Roy Jones is 51. These are way past their primes. I watched it in part, in part. To see if somebody would have a medical. Speaking event. of geriatric, like, like, <laughs> you want like, somebody have a heart attack? Just to see what would happen. Like I, I mean, I'll okay. Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. I will say Mike Tyson was—he looked yeah. great. In so the can fight. I? Yeah, he so looked just, great. Just to piggyback on what Binyam said, boxing is no—you know—like I, I think like the most corrupt Olympics, right? But not far behind is boxing. Yeah. Right. That draw was bullshit. Wait, why? Yeah. Because I didn't watch a Mike fight, so Tyson was much better. Oh, clearly, okay. Much better than than Roy Jones had a few little moments, but like overall, like I think if yeah. Tyson was a few years younger, he would have knocked him out. Are they? Are they? Yeah, Mike Tyson up for a rematch. So, is that what we're talking? about? I mean, here? it was like an exhibition match, so they had like a few rules where like you can't bloody up somebody. They didn't actually have uh, actual uh, uh, um, judges there. They had oh. like online judges. <laughs> Judge, over it's Zoom like, call, it's like an over exhibition Zoom fight. It's, it's like the can yeah. I get any more 2020? Yeah, it, it was a very it's a weird setup, but it's like an exhibition fight. You couldn't be too okay. rough with each other. Was it entertaining? It was, but yeah. but oh, absolutely. Oh, well, not the last fight. Go yeah. Ahead. So what they did was they they you know they stretched it out over like four hours. So like after every fight, there was like a fucking 20 minute thing interlude of like some weird either hip hop artist or some random person right. doing some music. It was like a music right. like concert. Yeah. So, yeah. Just just to kind of add to that, um this thing it's called the fight club. Oh, and yeah? a big yeah, yeah and, you're not and supposed one to talk ex- about it. That's yeah. the number one rule. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Benny remembers Fight Club. Do you remember Fight I Club? I remember Fight Club. I love Fight Club. Tyler Durden, um, man. So it, it it's called the Fight Club. Okay. And um one of the biggest owners of it is Snoop Dogg. Right. Oh, he was he was doing the play by play. He he was for, doing the play by play. The new Tony Romo boxing. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, he's one of the the owners behind this thing called the Fight Club. And okay. Apparently, so I think that's why they, there's a lot of artists behind that. And um, 
he apparently he's teasing there's going to be a bigger fight than this one that we just saw. I mean, if they get 1.2 million for this, like, uh, I think Simon, they're you saying it's bigger Holyfield and better and Tyson. than this. Evander Holyfield yeah, has challenged do, yeah. Mike Tyson to a trilogy. Right. And I mean, I, I think we all, yeah, we're that, all Atlanta boys. We know how broke Evander Holyfield oh, yeah. is. You know what I mean? Like, he, he came from nothing to becoming like a right. hundred million dollar athlete right. to now like coming back. So I think this is, a, this is right. like a money grab for is him. This how yeah. stars I don't think this is what it is for Tyson. Right. Because I mean, if you think uh, about this it, what? this is, this is like that, uh, that movie, uh, what was it called? Payback or something with Robert De Niro. And, um, I Oh who, yeah. Like a Sylvester Stallone, right? Yeah. And they yeah. like, they played yeah, these the old out music. of shape, right. Old school has right. been boxers right. who everybody wanted right. to see fight. But again. you know, to be fair, and Mike Tyson are we in this generation looks surprised. Raging Bull for, versus Rocky. But, but, yeah. but, but Mike Tyson I would for, not step in the ring with Mike so Tyson. Tyson. I don't care what you he's say. He's 54 years old. He said after the fact that he, he smoked up before. Oh yeah. But he boxing. Was, he was, he, he looked, he had, he did the combos. Dude. Okay. Like he looked pretty good for, um, you know, like you, you wouldn't if, yeah. if 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 an average guy if you if you're still trying to step toe to toe, Mike, you're gonna be you're oh, gonna yeah. fall flat he on your face. He would have fucked anybody up. If Dude, it, I mean, that guy, is another boxer. So are we are we in universal agreement? Mike Tyson won the fight. I think he won the fight. Yeah. He was, but it was, it was just opinion. in general, it was like a very boring fight because but, every time that Mike Tyson would come in on Roy Joins, Roy Joins yeah. would just hug like, him. He would just hug him. Ah. Yeah. For like ten seconds, it's like. Just let There's me. only it's only and and on top of that it's only two minute rounds and it's only six rounds so it's oh, wow. twelve minutes okay. of boxing. Okay. Can I can I say something regarding the undercard? Sure you can, man. Say Dude, more. Did did Nate Robinson set back the NBA athlete? Like a generation, because you know, like first of all, you know, NBA athletes, you know, anytime they fight, they're always like flailing about. But oh, they, you mean but, like on the court? Yeah, but at yeah, the same yeah. time, people say you know, like if LeBron, if if the money made sense, he could have been. He's got the size to be a tight end. But not boxing. He, he could have been an MMA guy. Oh, people like, think MMA? He's got the body. You know, like basically they just look at the, the – the, these are like freak athletes. So, like, if yeah, you yeah. apply – I mean, a lot of NFL players, if if the money was there, they'd be great MMA. Is this like when uh, and, Kobe rapped and they said it gave yeah. a bad name to athletes <laughs> who tried to rap? And then Lillard is trying oh, to kind man. of recover some Something of that? Something like that. But, like – Poor but Nate. This Nate Robinson guy. Poor so did, Nate. So did he get Debo knocked the fuck he out? Got, like, he got knocked out three times. Oh, shit. Knocked down. For the last knocked one. Down, yeah. But he got up. Him. Respect. Not the third time. Oh. <laughs> the Not third the time, it was, like, it was like night-night. So that was, boy was Oh, out. what do you mean? Like a KO? You know what they call it now? You know what they call it now? They don't call it night-night. Listen, they don't call it night-night. They call it Nate-Nate. Right. Dude, I'm telling you. Wait, so the third time, he got KO'd? Like, he got counted out? Okay. So a few years ago... Manny Pacquiao fought like some guy, right? Yeah. He gets knocked out like at the Juan, end. Juan Marquez yeah. Marquez. Yeah, he, he got, like you know like yeah. when bodies just stiff. Yeah, that's right. Nate Robinson was stiff for a Shit. good like it wasn't like no point of even kind like he he was just out. Wait, what? How many rounds did the Nate Robinson fight go to? It wasn't. It was like it, it was supposed to go eight, but I think it only lasted like two rounds. Yeah, Not, it didn't even make like, it. He to got the knocked, end of two knocked out in the first Come round. On, Nate dog. And, 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 he and, got and, knocked out once in the first round, again in the second round, and then like a minute into the second round, he was. And Dumbo. he doesn't know anything apparently about boxing because like he was. Why, like, why the run, fuck? Is, why the fuck is his manager, whoever was in his ringside, I mean, it was a not mo- throwing in the towel on an exhibition fight? It was a money grab, you know. Yeah, but throwing the towel, it's an exhibition this fight. Is like no, that, that shit didn't look he, like no exhibition. Really, I don't know, but he gets stone so, cold knocked I think, out. I think. Oh, he I got think, knocked I think out. what he shit. thought is that you know, like like flopping rules apply to boxing. Yeah. yeah. And what Genoa and what and, and and what most people have like a lot of my like boxing head friends. I have I have a few friends who are like really really into boxing. I'm not, but they are. And they were like, listen, 
You can play basketball. You can play football. You can play soccer. You can't play boxing. Yeah, you gotta. It's a combat sport. They're gonna be dangerous. You don't play that They're gonna shit. be dangerous, like Philmon. He's gonna play basketball. He's gonna play basketball. Yeah, basketball. With the Uzi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. he he got in there with a guy who knows, you know, the 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 elementary, uh, bottom bottom levels of boxing. And he thought that he could, like, you know, approach this guy with Holy his... Holy shit. I'm sorry I didn't interrupt you, Sammy. Oh, you just saw Ham it. Ham just showed he me the knockout clip. for the God first damn. time. It's so bad. Listen, within, like, 15 seconds, black Twitter was all over that shit. Oh, for the I listener, mean, 15 for seconds the, in, there were, like, memes all over the for place. For the listeners out there that didn't and, have and to, be clear, to this, watch the fight. This is the second round. Yeah, this is the second round. Nate Robinson gets out of the corner, and uh, Jake Paul comes at him. And then within... 10 seconds, he connects. Jake Paul connects with Nate Robinson. He just goes flat, face first into the... This is like Rocky, right? When this he is, just falls face, face flat You know, so like he canvas. got him on the back of the head, which is like... It's like, a, like earlier, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's, uh, it's pretty oh, bad. It's so look at, bad. So look at the rough. He's not doing a count. He's not counting. It is over. <laughs> yeah, it's he done, immediately son. called the fight. So, so for the listeners out there, one second, really for bad. the listeners out there, like, go take he, a look at the clip like, because is he uh, up and functioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so he 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 came to. He's still alive. I think he got like a uh, six hundred thousand. He's come out of the disclosed, coma. and he may get a little more. So maybe he has. I mean, that's a stereotype, but you know, like maybe I will he's never, got like a, a I will never sign up for a sport where one minute I look dead, yeah. and then the next minute I look <laughs> spring alive. And fuck then, but you know, the thing is, like, and then you don't know what happened. Yeah, fuck that. So you come to and you're like, so are we fighting? Like, no, you got your ass kicked in front of the world. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he has no recollection of it either. And this is like, this is like the fight where got a concussion. Like, look, yeah, this, fight, this fight reminds me of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and men are always the Nate Robinson. Hey, you, you never know when it's coming. This. I can do this. I'm going to win this fight. And then uh, you just boom. Okay. But seriously, before you know it, you're away. on your fucking nose. But Mar- <laughs> marriage is when you get the no look hook, man. <laughs> the <laughs> no look hook. Oh, he'd appreciate that shit so much. No look hook. I will say, I'm telling you, as far as the sports world, as far as toughness goes, NBA pa- basketball players are like the what people thought of European basketball players. Like they're soft. soft. Like that Kobe. I, that Kobe. Gives. This I did, think that, that this did this not help the NBA world. Like this is yeah. you don't want to see. But it's an arbitrary it's not, boxing It's not some fight. professional. Especially because he said, a, "I'm doing this for the all the ballers right. in the world." Oh, he like, said that? Yeah, he right. did, bro. He there was, was a lot of shit talking on Twitter about this. And, a lot. A lot of people bought into it. They're like, "Are you kidding me? Some YouTube guy? This guy's like a world class athlete." Yeah, he's like 39. But like, but he's also way shorter. Yeah. Has a way shorter he reach. Did, he literally didn't know it. Like, I think that's how I would look. He's like trying yeah. to protect himself with his shoulders yeah, and his like, chin. That's no, not yeah. how it works. In this boxing, is the classic bro. like male machismo. Like, yeah. yo, I'm like fast and I'm strong. I could box. Right. Fuck it, man. Like people who say they can do NASCAR or like golf. Oh yeah, they're not athletic. I could just go out there and fucking beat he, Tiger he Woods. Got a, he, I, like, I, I, no. I know there's not a boxing thing. requires a lot of skill. I know there's not a Thanksgiving dish, but he he was served some humble pie. You can't play a lot of shit. You you can play. You listen. You can play a lot of shit. You can play a lot of shit. Yeah. You can't play boxing. Yeah. You can't bullshit your way out of a boxing. I, I would fight. like to yeah. see what his next tweet is. <laughs> oh. Like I just just it, out of it, curiosity. It'd be like a shrug. Yeah. <laughs> Can't win them Life all. happens. <laughs> Either that or the uh, Matthew McConaughey crying in money. Oh my uh, god! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's that's yeah. so good. Yeah. That's so good. So are we good? Did we finish before the two oh, hour mark? Is this humanly I possible? We, I think we hey, hit our bonus. I think I think we're getting more efficient. Cling cling. <laughs> I think we're getting much much more efficient. All right, well, we're finishing up here. So final thoughts, everybody. Uh, listen. 
Bob, special thanks for riding in all the way from Milwaukee or Madagascar or Iowa or wherever you are. Thank you for riding in. You know, if you guys have any clips that you want to send us or any questions that you want to send us or things that you want us to talk about, listen, we really thrive off of listener feedback. We love listening to what you guys think. I feel like I can speak for the whole group with right. that. And in the near future, we'll I, have I don't want to hear anything clip. Bob has to say. Right. <laughs> Damn. Guys, wrong about the chicken sandwich. <laughs> he's wrong about Kobe. So Bob, I, he's just wrong. I, I think that Bob uh, was sitting on this Kobe stuff until December. He's been sitting on he, it When he like died, like, it's too soon. It's too soon. It's still too soon. But like, oh, man, it's December. It's been almost a this year. It's the right time. Time to hate. Hey, <laughs> he couldn't even wait a year. That's he was right. like, bury that motherfucker. <laughs> bury him. Bob, you need to apologize to Laker Nation, man. Come on. <laughs> Top 50, come Bob, on. That was wrong. tough. That was tough. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. Thanks for all the feedback. We've been getting some great reviews on iTunes. Again, like I said, please, if you got feedback, you can actually email us, bufferpod at gmail.com, thebufferpod at gmail.com. We don't Send read, us- though. Yeah, Rich is reading this for rich people. But uh, we listen to the messages. It's like or the you want to send us an email, we'll give you a shout out on the pod. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Tune in again in a few weeks.